Hey, Jesse. What's hey, up? How's it going? Pretty this good. It's going pretty well. <laughs> I didn't say anything to you. <laughs> well, I just assumed. Yeah, you just thought I was going to say that. Yeah. I turned the mics on this time, so mm-hmm. we definitely got that going. Yeah. And we have a special guest today. We've got Emily Coley here with us. Oh, well, I was going to say Baby Yoda, but. Ba- oh, yeah, we do <laughs> yeah, have, we Baby, do Yoda. have Baby Yoda. He's more important. So, yeah, we got Emily Coley. How are you doing, Emily? I am doing pretty well today. I'm having a good day. I'm really excited to be here. I am a podcast aficionado. and Now you're on one. Now, yeah, this is like a dream come true. Have you ever been on one? Never in my life. But Neither I have we. We've the, just been on this one. <laughs> I was nope. the anchor of my school's broadcast team. Oh, so cool. Nice. I have a little experience. I was on. I'm keep uh, this table, I don't know man. how that's related, but whatever. When I was in high school, I was on our school's like TV show called Tribe Talk. How often did it come on? Was it like a every morning thing? It was like every Friday. Okay, yeah, that's when how we were my in was. Room, yeah. Um, the guy. So I was like the funny guy on the show. Oh, like, you were. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was definitely the. There's a straight guy, you know, in comedy, and then there's the, the guy. I can't remember, but anyway, I was that guy. And but the guy who was like that before me, he's still pursuing like a career in like broadcast journalism, not broadcast journalism. uh, But he was on a KFC commercial. (laughs) Shout out to Tom Fell. Hell yeah. He's going to be on SNL one day. I just know it. KFC rocks. Basement. (laughs) It was for the double down. Remember that? Oh, hell yeah, dude. That thing was actually pretty good. Yeah. What's that? It, it was, was oh yeah. Two pieces of fried chicken. That's the bread. <laughs> that's the bread. And oh. with the cheese and the bacon and pepper jack and yep. bacon. I think there was that's the like kind a little of sauce thing, on there or something. Yeah, that yeah. my European friends, whenever I'd visit my sister who lives in Prague, that's the kind of stuff they make fun of us for. Your sister lives in Prague? Actually, right now she's in Slovenia, but she lives she's lived abroad for I guess the past ten years and mostly been in Prague, but because of immigration status and it's it's a whole nightmare. So she's oh, actually man, in Slovenia I'm right now. I'm stuck in Prague. <sighs> well, no, she's well, not. It's like she couldn't go back to Prague. Oh no, never, sorry. But, uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about how I got punched in the face in Prague. Where? Uh, I, I've gone a lot. I used to go every year because I could just stay on her sofa. Okay. What so was you, in, what, what street was the McDonald's on that you got? I've been in the to the McDonald's. <laughs> is it in Old Town? Is it in the square? Is okay. I've been that right McDonald's like outside. five times. It wasn't at the McDonald's, <laughs> but there <laughs> was some like Americana bar. Oh yeah. With a bar like underneath, the, like that's the cave cooler. bar. Oh yeah, I I've, think it, it was like it was like a it's cellar. really famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to that and yeah. um, it was had a great time. There's a saxophone guy. Oh, that's uh, they're nice. playing, but anyway, we met up with some girls, and they were like, "We want to buy some wed," and I was oh, like, wed. "That's a terrible idea." So they went. We went to Old Town Square. Uh huh. And is that what it's called? Yeah, Old yeah, Town yeah, Square. yeah, yeah. Old Town and Road. um, this whole thing happened. I don't want to like go through it all. Yeah, again, it's already out there. But <laughs> it, we ended up some guys like punched me in the face, and I took it like a champ because Ch- I was so yeah. drunk. Oh my gosh, was he? Czech or was he like uh, an Australian backpacker? I, no, no, no. They were definitely <laughs> they were definitely Czech, maybe Russian. Yeah, because um, uh, yeah, kind of hard to tell. Yeah, they didn't speak a lick of English, and I think I tell you what, the sun is issue. right in my face, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Sorry. Oh well. Um, like, do you, 
can we dim that? Well, I got the <laughs> I got the big hat on. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, we're good. Well, we're getting good. weed in Prague is super easy. I well, is it not, not extremely illegal there? It's stream. Okay, here's the thing about the Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Every drug is legal. Okay. It's not legal to sell drugs. Right. But you can have just have them you can and have do plants. Them? You yeah. can have like pot plants at your house. You can do crystal meth. There's a ton of people who do meth there. Hell yeah. Um, That's terrifying. Yeah. Those, uh, those guys who punch me in the face. Probably <laughs> on meth. Can, yeah. I mean, you can smoke in public and you're fine. And it's funny, though, the first time I went, me and my sister went to this. It's called the Shotgun Club. And, you know, you buzz. Um, they what let you, you in. And the guy who sold to me checked my ID to make sure. He's like, you look so young. Are you 16? I'm like, no, I'm 22. <laughs> and he checked my passport. And oh, wow. he's like, okay, What a responsible go. drug dealer. So, yeah. And the best good, part good about it was I had the little baggie and I went to dinner and then we got home and I didn't have the bag. And I was like, oh my God. And I went back to the restaurant. It was on the ground right under my table. So there's <laughs> <laughs> good luck. And I one time found a baggie on the sidewalk in Prague. And it was. It dang. sounds like people are just losing their baggies all the time in Prague. Yeah, yeah. and they, all the baggies always have like a weed leaf printed on the bag, which I think <laughs> Classic. is their branding's really good. Yeah, right there, but <laughs> good branding. Prague's fun town, though. It I is. It's a great town it. for beer gardens. That's actually I brought cider here today. Yeah. that's where I got into cider. And funny about it is, you know how in Europe you can't really get ice in your drinks. Yeah, right. When I'd order cider, there would be ice in it, mm. and I'm like. Oh my God! I found the secret to getting ice now I just without an eye roll. Out of it to put it in my water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other funny thing, just about Prague, which I think is hilarious, is one of the big famous beer gardens, Letna Beer Garden. That kind of you can mm-hmm. see the river and the castle. When you buy a beer, they give you, um, or no, when you go to the bathroom, you know you have to pay like. A bit, basically uh, a quarter. Right. You have and to they pay give to you, go to the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, because they have like attendants that keep it clean. Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so they give you a little them. ticket when you go to the bathroom. And when you have three of those tickets, you get a free beer. So we called them, we called them piss tickets. And so, wait, so you get a ticket for paying to go to the bathroom? Yeah. When you give like the lady your, your little coin, whatever, you know, they, and you drink more tickets, beer and you, you drink yeah. more beer. Well, here's one on us. Just for scheme. being a good boy and going to the bathroom by yourself. Exactly. <laughs> here's a beer on us. But people are like, give me your piss tickets. I'm going back up to get more beer. And, you know, we're all slapping them on the table. And anyways, yeah. if you ever go to Prague, go to the I want to go back. The big I want to find those little shits that punch me is in the this, face. Is this a... Uh, we can go on a... Oh, this is from Georgia. What's the, the movie, movie where the guy, where Liam Neeson saves his daughter? Taken? Yeah, we can go Taken, but Liam Neeson on these criminals who attacked you. Yeah, I agree. Was it, for, like, un- just totally unprovoked? No. Um. Well, kind of. I can't imagine you getting in a fight with anyone. Ch- uh, pr- he w- Trip was in the street drunk as balls going, Prague blows. <laughs> <laughs> so did the guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Prague's fucking, and he was wagging no. his dick at everybody. Prague sucks, man. And they took they took offense to they that. They took offense. They took offense to that. Well, yeah. I mean, if someone was it's okay. jacking off in <laughs> Birmingham and saying <laughs> Birmingham a, sucks, it'd be like, yeah, I'd probably punch him in the face too. Actually, but if we're at, but if we're at mom's basement and we're doing it and we're going, welcome to Birmingham, it's totally fine. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> yeah, I recently had a friend just visit me who. Um, 
lives in Jacksonville, St. Augustine down in Florida. And she like called her sister and she's like, Birmingham is cute. Like Birmingham rocks. Super yeah. cute. Like amazing restaurants. Like it's just, it's really cute. And she was so surprised. That's one of the recurring themes we talk about on the podcast is how good the food is. Yeah. That's like a huge part of why I moved here. Massive culinary town. Where did you move from? So, um, like I grew up in Huntsville and then I moved to Brooklyn for a couple of years for architecture school and then decided like, I really want to be an interior designer instead of an architect. And that's not a decorator. Mm -hmm. That's totally different. I do structural stuff. Yeah. But uh, so I transferred to Auburn because they had a great program and offered me money and, you know. That's kinda, where we met. Yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. We met in Auburn. And, you know, deciding where I wanted to go. One time I came here with Michael Acuff, my boyfriend, and we hung out with Matt and Shannon Harris. They're creative directors at Big. And they just showed me, like, all this potential in this town. And I kept noticing all these buildings being, you know, renovated and not cut down and having you know ugly modern condos thrown up and I said hey like I love historical preservation and I love architecture and I love good food this is where I want to be and you know half my class went to California or Atlanta or Houston or Dallas and New York and I just wanted to come to Birmingham yeah. and I'm yeah. like one of like two or three people in my class who came here so a little less competition that's, yeah that's, that's nice. really awesome because like the majority of people in Birmingham also love historical preservation. Yeah. That's why everybody's complaining about like all these like weird like high rises and whatnot. It's like yeah. you already have right. the, the buildings. Like we, we already have those. And they're beautiful and they, they have really beautiful are. bones. And, you know, it's so much better to, I think, you know, preserve what's there, but, you know, make it better for yeah, the yeah. community, make it more accessible and make it, you know, just better for businesses to be able to set up shop but yeah we're not like erasing the architectural history of the city but right expanding on it and really downtown's been totally revitalized in the last yeah. 20 years it's i still have not been inside the lyric theater and i hate it i haven't been either but I michael so badly went to a show there and he told me it was amazing but and it's a lot smaller than i think the pictures indicate from what i like have gathered how, how old is it I don't know. All right, we're going to have to have Anna on yeah. to check his on this one. I'm huh? looking this up. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I was in Charleston when they were restoring the Lyric Theater, and I would see pictures, and I was like, how did they not have bands like begging to play there or yeah. like, stand-up comedy shows all the time? Now they've gotten a lot more. Yeah, which has been great. I saw Casey May Musgraves at the Alabama Ooh. Theater a few years ago, and that was epic. Yeah, I bet. I would have loved to see that. Dude, it was groovy. <laughs> I feel like the Lyric Theater should have like a live podcast, you know, come on and do something. I don't know. Maybe there one is There is like... People with a podcast, somebody on Instagram with a podcast show was doing a show there. Who's like pretty big. I'm not oh, going to say his name. John Lovett. No, but I love John Lovett. He's the guy from the pot. Yeah. Pod but Save America. Pod Save America. Yeah. And he has his own. Yeah. I like his vibes. Yeah. I think it, it, was was it, it was 1914. I'm sorry to interrupt. It was 1914. Wow. I kind of imagine today would be like doing a episode of Pod Save America. Because what's his name? We can talk about po we can talk politics. I, well, no, oh. I just meant like I love I love uh, their dynamic. And what's the guy who does it? Who's Obama's old speechwriter? Who has the John same name? John Favreau. Yes, the John Favreau Obama one, not the guy who wrote Mandalorian. 
Yeah. Um, I went for a moment. I was like, oh, you mean chef and swingers? (laughs) (laughs) And he did Jungle Book. He directed Jungle Book. And Lion King. Wait. Like and, oh, and the new like live action. Oh, yeah, the live yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, he's too. He's pretty fucking. And he plays. Uh, he plays. Uh, what's the driver's name in? Wait, are we still Happy talking Hogan? about Happy John Elf John Favreau we and not Obama speechwriter John Favreau? We were talking yeah. about movie John Favreau. Okay. Yeah. Well, I like that guy rocks. I, I love do. them both, but I have a crush on Obama. O- on Obama speechwriter. I have a crush on Obama too, but who doesn't? Yeah. Did you see that video of him recently hiking in Hawaii? Yeah. Just like, hey, passing. everybody. He was like, hey, everybody, you going to vote? <laughs> you, guys, you guys, yeah. Going to vote, November you guys 3rd. Going to vote. <laughs> I just exhaled super hard into this mic. It's okay. I'm afraid I ruined. I've been doing quality. that all day. I apologize. The audio quality. You think that's a, that's a <laughs> yeah, concern you for us? Well, you're going to like remaster that. it all, I'm sure. Yeah. No, it's funny, though, because when I do listen to podcasts on like the fourth episode or something, they're like, yeah, so we figured out our audio quality totally sucks, and we, I think we went into it, it knowing that it was going to be just awful. Right. I think it's a little bit better now. Now it is. Um, since we're now in that we're here. like in the, you want to you want to sip on that? Get you some Fuel. digital nicotine. I dude. don't do digital nicotine. Download so it. I'm gonna not cough. <laughs> cough. Cough. Yeah. So are we, are we excited for Mandalorian? I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, she's <laughs> coughing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do vape. I think okay, so I think what it is. So it's like the battery when acid. when I got into like dueling, my my cousin gave me one, but I would hit coals every now and again. So like what what happens is there's like a a, a tradition for like people that jewel that you know when when somebody asks them like hey can I can I hit it? It's like yeah, and then you hit it first and they hit it. It makes it hot. So it's like yeah, yeah but yeah. I can I can just do it like all day, but it makes it real fucking hot. Like and it makes you cough like immediately. Oh, everything makes me cough. I've had a sore throat since 2004. I've, I've, had, I've had pneumonia for 16 years now. I've legitimately tested positive for mono three different times. Oh, for are you real? serious? Yeah, they were like, oh, you can only get it once. That is bullshit. Kissing yeah. boys too much. You know. Quick my kissing bro- boys. My brother got mono in high school, and it was really funny. It's <laughs> yeah. not kissing boys I feel like so it's much. Like, it's it's like getting crabs. Like, crabs is like, oh. that's like a, f- I've never had it. It's just life. But I'm saying, right. But, like, I feel like it, that's like a really funny STD. Right. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I got crabs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Is it's like mono's, mono's funny like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is crabs an STD? Yeah. Which you get it. You get it down there from having. Yeah. But it's not a disease. It's just bugs down there. Yeah. Virus maybe. Lice. I, I mean, are well, lice? I guess a this disease? is a good point. Yeah. Well, sexually transmitted nuisance. Yeah. That's better than STN, which stands for stay the well, night. Well, then I think if if with, to that <laughs> metric. Yeah, me and my BFF. So I was like, want to STN? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all never said that. No. I think I think to that metric that like uh, crabs are a sexually sexually transmitted nuisance. One might be able to consider certain relationships to be a sexually transmitted nuisance. Oh, you're on a kids. Whole yeah, so point. we. Get yeah. <laughs> That's you're Boom. funny. Where's the slam dunk? Do you have like a drum set down here? I want to do. We a used to. I think at, does Abby yeah. not have her kid she, set up? Where is Abby? It's not set up, but uh, she's like running or something. Did, of course, she's always <laughs> running. I remember I threw a birthday party last year and. Yeah, I, I called there. her. Yeah, you were yeah. both there, and I called her the morning of. Yeah, yeah, when I was going to buy the shrimp, and she's like, "Oh, I just ran a 5k." <laughs> I'm like, "Really? 
On your birthday? Yeah. Why would you? Well, she knew do she was that? coming to a party later. She wanted to look good. I get it. Yeah. She always looks good. Speaking of looking good, dude, I'm, I'm like losing my belly. Yeah. Because it's the too. it's yeah, the lack of drinking. Fifteen is going it's, down. It's the it's like the lack of like drinking that I've been doing lately. Because I I started the sober October and then I was like can't do it. Yeah, you lost. But then it, I I, think I five developed days. like a, like new habits and like I was like I had my shirt off right. Last night, I looked at myself and like the, I was like, Damn, all right, okay, all right. here we go, man. <laughs> okay, Jesse. Here we go. Did uh, you guys put on the quarantine 15? No, because I was running I pretty consistently before quarantine, like oh. pretty religiously. So when quarantine hit, I was like, guess I'll run I think more. I, I, I think I gained running. about seven pounds because I was like just eating shit and drinking all day, every day. Because I'm like, well, I if I'm going to die, if like the right wing death squads... Come, to uh, come you know, use COVID as a means to take over the country. Yeah. Which they, they kind of have been. <laughs> no, so like, I was like, I'm just going to be drunk for it. And that's what I'm going to do. I just to shock myself into like keeping up with sober October and keep running. Mm-hmm. I looked up old photos of myself from college on oh. my computer from mm-hmm. right after I had knee surgery and I couldn't run and mm-hmm. I didn't know about like nutritional health or anything. So I was just drinking copious amounts, eating like carbs like yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, thick boy nation over here. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. Me. I was like, oh, never again. If I go back and look at old pictures of myself, I'm like, wow, I'm so little. <laughs> yeah, what I, I'm happened? the same way. Metabolism alert. Um, yeah, once I used you to hit look like 25, things change. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, For I real. I went out and played I played lacrosse on like Wednesday nights. So I the played group, lacrosse. You played lacrosse? I played, we, all played lacrosse. we all played lacrosse. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's right. We were talking last week about that. Do y'all have your lacrosse sticks? I have mine at the Dog house somewhere. Dog that is right there. Oh, my gosh. We should, like, just throw and catch. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was telling that. Michael how much I miss doing that. He's like, well, I can do it with my baseball glove. I'm like, it's not the same. It's not the same. You're not going to get that yeah. forward projection. Yeah. Let's uh, start, <laughs> we argued start a, a lot lacrosse about pod. Also, catching a lacrosse ball with a, with a fucking baseball glove. That's got to hurt. Yeah, so that's, it's heavy. That has got to hurt. So my brother was a really good catcher like baseball mm-hmm. catcher and we needed like when we started playing lacrosse we needed a goalie just like practice so i made him get into the like um goal and mm-hmm. we just shot at him and he uses reflexes to stop the balls he went on to become a uh, goalie for our high school team became all american and state player of the year holy shit yeah <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And then he put the stick down, didn't he? put the he? stick down because he was like, I'm not going to play in college. I'm just going to party. Yeah. It gets fucking rough in college, man. Yeah. I had a super short lacrosse career. Because Same. For one, I didn't really understand the rules of women's lacrosse versus men's, except for that we had Two to different wear games. spandex It really skirts. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's totally different. So I would play by guy rules and just check the shit out of people yeah. and, you know, get red carded out of every game and then... <laughs> I once was in a tournament with two games in one day. The first card, the first game, I got a red card and got thrown out because, like, you could have killed that girl because she was running down the line. And I just sticked my stick out like, like I was holding a stick and just close. Like, I wish that you her. could yeah. do that. And yeah. they're like, you, know you mean? can't do that, homie. I'm like, what? what? You can get away we, with a lot of shit. And uh, what I used to do, like, if I had to come over like the top, so like into the what are they? Like the bowl, Cradling. right? The cradle, yeah, right? yeah, yeah cradle. And I, I, I like to come up under, especially when I had like, um, 
my defense stick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um and like just jam it into their fucking uh, yeah, their, the their face cage. Ma- under the yeah, face mask? just yeah. right up the top, and then right. pull out and get the ball. Yeah. We don't even get to wear a face mask. We yeah, you guys have the, the cage goggles. Yeah, yeah. I was really disappointed cute. when one of the opposing players didn't leave the field injured. Like I, <laughs> I specifically <laughs> went out there. Failure. People. This this game is a it's lacrosse is a game of exclusion and degradation, much like dodgeball. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of dodgeball. You can dodge you know, a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Dude, I fucking it's, love that movie, and I love the sport of dodgeball. Dodgeball, so I think much it's fun. like the modern day stoning. It's yeah, like it really let's throw is. balls yeah. at the weakest person. Let's get them out of here. And I'm weak as shit, but I'm yeah. really good at dodgeball because I kind of hide on the back lines. <laughs> I'm great at catching, and everyone gets out, and I'm still in, and I'm like, let's go, let's and go. Let's you got to know your worth. <laughs> It's, yeah. a, it's a game that really does teach you, like, your worth. Yeah. They've taken and, it out of school. And it's, I, listen, I think they I'm should. a millennial. You think <laughs> yeah. they should? I loved it. Come on. And I was terrible at it. Well, I think I a it. lot of these sports, like, this whole kind of sportsman mentality, and I think yeah. about shoving kids into football, and this is maybe, like, a conspiracy theory, but I don't know. I said this to someone literally last week. I'm like, do they put kids in sports and make them, like, gladiator sports so we're, like, building, like, a future army of strong, like <laughs> macho people that are really aggressive for you know whatever's going to happen. Pageantry of like but, the like rough gladiator sports. Yeah, like, you know. Well, I think it teaches kids, you know, how to work with other people. How yeah, to soccer like does have a common goal. Yeah. Soccer does um, that. And you know, some kids you put them in like maybe they don't come from the best background. You put them in a sport like that. It teaches them responsibility. For sure. It teaches them yeah. you know, team, how to work with other people. And it gives them a pathway to a situation that they might not want to be in. Yeah. But you, you a, also have to consider out. like that, that experience does not translate to everyone else's no. and people, exactly. they may stay in it and how they may even go to the NFL and the sport itself makes them brutal yeah, and and vile. Do you, I mean, I've, really? I've met guys who have Head been D one, you know, athletes, yeah. and I'm like, how are you not playing in the NFL right yeah. now? Like you, like they're just different. They're yeah, different <laughs> human beings, and they're just like, man, just so many people are better than me, and it's like, it's like, ha- not, like you not can't many, but. wrap your hand, you can't wrap your head around how good and how exclusive professional sports are. But I, I mean, just I was I, drafted, I but think, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> that sports do play a really important role. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Friday Night Lights. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what Full coach show or the ta- movie? The show. The show. The show, of course. Yeah. What Coach Taylor does for those kids, I think is awesome. But dodgeball, it's just, it's stoning. And picking people for teams... As someone who would usually yeah. get picked last, I would just peek. I would pick my friends. It's awful. Yeah, I want to die with my friends. That's who I want to die with. Die with your <laughs> brothers. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I we had this. We had a version. It was just dodgeball, and we played it in middle school because it's middle school. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> oh, and we, it was called War Ball. Yeah, I would say yeah. that we called it like Battle Ball. Yeah, because there's like a hundred people in the PE class. It's fifty on fifty, and there are like thirty or forty like balls in like yeah. the middle of the court, and they're like. They're like the soft, like foam yeah, balls, like but you can hurl those oh, things yeah, super hard. Yeah, and, and the great thing, you can be like way more accurate with those things. So like, you know, everybody's like running to the line, people dying left and right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it, it was, I really enjoyed that because it was such a rush. You know, I mean, it was kind of like paintball. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Oh, I'm actually good at paintball. I am too. And I once got picked last on a paintball team, like with two people. They picked me last, and it was like a capture the flag mm-hmm. paintball situation. And I captured the flag. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> and it was with all these like military West Point guys. And I'm like, Haha, how did those classes work Nerds. out for you? Yeah, you how did that work out? Training. You're dead now. You just lost to <laughs> Dude. the smallest And your flag is person. mine. <laughs> We're going to get so much hate comments being like, you don't support the troops. Yeah, I do support the troops. I do support the troops too. But I have Both gone sides. on a lot of <laughs> no, I'm kidding. a lot of West Point dates and oh, for real? Point, wait, you went on wait West Point da- like g- dates with guys who went to West Point? I dated a guy who went to West Point for like two years, and I lived in New York. And West Point's oh, like, oh yeah, not <laughs> that's far. not why I moved to New York. Um, I applied to only schools in New York, Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. Massachusetts. But anyway, so that's where I wound up. So, you know, I'd go to West Point stuff there. And then after we broke up, you know, I knew, like, everyone in his company or right. whatever they call it. And they would just be like, hey, you're in New York. You know, girls, you have hot friends. Come be my date. And yeah. I one time was this Alaskan senator's son's date who just uh, knew someone. And Sarah Palin? <laughs> <laughs> State Senate. Uh, okay. I just want to throw that out there. But, um, yeah, I did not get invited back to West Point after. <laughs> but I met a man in an eye patch, and I and he's I'm really attracted. Oh, is it that guy from Texas that Pete Davidson made fun of on Saturday Night Live? Definitely not. But this um, guy had a sword. Like, they had, like, swords. It was so yeah, cool. Yeah. But I just did not. They just... Uh, Oh my gosh! There's this women's college really close called Mount Saint Mary, oh, and they it. call it Mount Saint Mattress. Oh, yeah, oh it's literally where you go to <laughs> school to like date a West Point guy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like in whatever that neighborhood, <laughs> not neighborhood, city West. Well, I can't. How remember. do I apply? <laughs> yeah, how do uh, I? How do no, I to, to Mount Saint Mary? How do I apply there? I well, think you go to their missions page on their West. Oh well. I'm trying to Don't think of a state senator. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I remember in college, we went up to Virginia to play um, at school up there, mm-hmm. and they had just become co-ed. Like it had been a girls' college for years, and this was like the first or second year they had allowed men in. And we started talking to some of the guys <laughs> after the game. We we're like, I bet you guys, like, I bet girls are just all over you. Yeah, and like. They're not really into us. Yeah, I looked at an all-girls school, actually, because Wellesley, which... Because women used to not be able to go to Harvard. They had to go to its sister school, which is Wellesley. And my grandmother, my great-grandmother went there, and I went interviewed, and um, that's what I assumed. I talked to people. I was like, oh, like, are all the MIT and Harvard guys all over you? And they're like a little, but it's kind of... Kind of stay in our own bubble, if you know right. what I mean. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. for <laughs> sure. But no, actually, out of all the schools I visited when I was in high school, like Cornell, MIT, Syracuse, all these things, the scariest. And you went to you Auburn. <laughs> you want to flex a little bit harder? Damn. On? Yeah, I went to Auburn because making them good grades. They had the number one ranked design program in the country for interior design. I did not know that. Yeah, and the school I used to go to Pratt, the Pratt Institute, they were number one and then Auburn beat them. You went to Pratt? Yeah, for yeah, that's that's why You know I why I went to Birmingham Southern? 
They let me in. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's another reason I went to Pratt because they let me in and they gave me a dope scholarship and didn't waitlist me. Like, uh, and by the way, I did apply to the school that my great grandmother and grandmother went mm-hmm. to, who literally had endowments at almost, and I did not get in. You want to talk some? What shit? school was that? Talk Wellesley. No, I mean that, that's a big ass school, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it, their acceptance rate's super super like three percent five percent but you know being a double legacy and you gotta like know your shit yeah having you know i'm not saying you don't know your shit i mean my father's godmother like had a building named after her like on the campus and i was like you know name dropping and shit you know what you should have done when you took the tour of the college being like oh you see that name that's me that's me (laughs) yeah well they yeah they Where's didn't my want me checks, you yeah. idiot. but I, when i got the letter in the mail it was so thin and you know when you get a college like letter back and it's really thin it's kind of like oh uh, this yeah, is not go. a good sign i opened it and they're like we understand you have lots of familial ties to this school oh, so they like too many schools too. i think i got in like jack state and auburn i went to auburn yeah yeah i didn't apply to any safety schools and somehow it worked out oh that's really nice yeah but one more thing about wellesley not letting me in my grandmother was grew up in a Japanese concentration camp in Java, Indonesia, because they're Dutch colonials, and mm-hmm. you know um, during World War II, so she had never had any formal high school. She was literally like taught by candlelight at night when everyone was asleep, and she applied as soon as she um, was liberated, and she got accepted as a second semester sophomore into one of the most prestigious what? colleges. And they wouldn't even be in as a freshman. <laughs> that That's candlelight insane. must have been some extreme <laughs> I know. I'm like, what are they teaching you? Man. Jeez. I guess you got like nothing else Just, to do. That's hell yeah. That's really impressive. That is impressive. Yeah, so it was an extra blow. So I got that letter, and I just did not tell my parents about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of put it in my glove box and whatever. And it's still there. To, sometimes uh, <laughs> they can... Some say they can still hear her cry. <laughs> I I think about that letter all the time. <laughs> Photographic mem. It was so short. Yeah. Like thanks for, but we hope your family can continue to contribute. The so, yeah, I don't know the about whole, that. Like, the whole like <laughs> the whole like we understand you have familial ties and we hope you'll still contribute. That's a real like yeah. Shut up. Yeah. It's, a, it's like it so sucks. But then Auburn's like hitting me up all the time. They're like, hey, hey, can you give money to the College of Human Sciences that I graduated from like four years ago? What like, kind of no. perks do you get for giving them money? What kind of perks? Yeah, what kind of perks does anyone um, get for giving a college money? So it's a the sticker. same as... I, yeah, that's what I have, a uh, Well, it's the same as, you know, any kind of tax-deductible donation. Uh, so there's that. So you pay a little less in taxes. And I don't know. It's just how they hit people up. But you think they'd, like, give you, like, a little bit of time to, like, get in your career before they hit you up. But right. yeah. I graduated in December 2017 in, like, December 13th, and I think probably December 20th, they were hitting me up for money. <laughs> and I, I, mean, got I my gave first them paycheck money. Yet, right, yeah. I gave them money on my credit card that I oh, couldn't man. afford. And the guy was just really nice on the phone. And I'm such a softy sucker. Uh, so. Well, tell would, you us be, a, would you be willing to donate money to the podcast? Yeah. It's, it's a tax deductible. Yeah, we'll it's, make it's it. Not. <laughs> Maybe next month because my um, I gave sixteen dollars and quarters to a guy a couple days ago. 
I think I got Damn, like forty so five quarters at my house. Well, right he asked nice. me for some, and I had just got all these quarters to do like one of those car washes, oh, but it actually right. took cards then. So yeah. I was like, "Well, I have a Ziploc bag full of quarters. Might as well just yeah." Well, that's nice of you. There's like a I huge coin deficit right uh, now. Yeah, no like one shortage. Yeah, they yeah. say and that. I'm just like, I don't believe you. It's <laughs> not as bad because like I went to the bank with my friend the other day, and he was like, "Can I get like five rolls of quarters?" And I'm like, "Sure." Like, Man. and here's, like, what I'm getting at, like, the government was, like, we'd really like it if you guys, like, donated, like, all the, you know, like, everybody's got, like, a jar that just put fucking coins yeah. in. Yeah, and it's called the Coinstar I got this Emergency whole, Fund. <laughs> I got this whole, Dipped like, in my that. basement, it's, there's probably a thousand dollars worth of coins in it. Like, seriously. Yeah. And, um, over, you know, decades, and, like, just me and my family, we've been, like, just throwing coins in it. This big like glass thing you put like moonshine. Yeah, I know in. exactly. Yeah. It's like one of those big things. It's always like in the corner, and it's yeah. got like one of. The, oop. Yeah. Am I good? No, you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. And one of those like long neck kind of bottles that you like drop it. Right. In. So yeah. you have to like break it to get. Yeah, you got to break that bitch to get it open. <laughs> yeah, I think and every like, guy in my middle school had one of those in his room. It weighs so much, so we have to break it in the room that it's sitting in. Yeah, right. you can't carry it. Like and then, like they're they're asking us to like donate things like that. It's like. During COVID, what the hell? It's like that. That is that is such a shitty thing. Yeah, to ask of of the American people at this point, yeah, at awful. this juncture. You know well, what I mean? There, I mean, the colleges are losing millions and millions and millions of dollars, and colleges I don't are? have any sympathy for them. Do you I, mean I, yeah, I don't care. Colleges or I mean state every, funded? I mean everyone. Oh, you did, you did a little work on your stadium last year, and then COVID hit. Yeah, sorry, uh, I don't really give a shit. I know South Carolina University of South Carolina is losing like fifty two million this year. They'll yeah. be all right. They'll be yeah. fine. They, they, they get they all that far more tuition. Than that. All those kids. I mean, yeah. all those baby boomer parents. They can oh, afford it. Oh yeah, they're all right. They're, they're going to be just <laughs> <they're fine. laughs> the kids will be fine. Well, tell us about ketamine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We were talking about this so, earlier. So technically, it's. Esketamine, and I don't know if you've taken like organic chem or chem before, mm, no. but basically, you know, molecular structures are, you know, have these branches, and so if you alter something just a little bit, right. you know, it's so it's just a little if, bit altered. If you alter methamphetamine, you get Ritalin. No, yeah, when <laughs> I get Adderall, it's yeah. amphetamine salts. So it's this treatment called Spravato, and it was um, FDA approved, I think, in the beginning of 2019. But I had been my stepmom, who works in biochemistry and um, microbiology, is that what it is? With your yeah. body and viruses and sure. stuff. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So she's always reading, you know, whatever the most recent like health journals and stuff. And so she found out about it. So for the first. Two months, I was going twice a week and getting dosed with ketamine at my Twice a week? At first, it was twice a week for wow. a month, then once a week for a month, then every two weeks for a month, and then now I go every month. Okay. But, um, and, what, and what is this for? So it's for drug-resistant uh, depression, so people who've basically just need something. You don't stop taking, like, if you're on, like, an SSRI, like mm-hmm. Prozac, you don't stop taking that. You keep taking that, and it just um, kind of is, like, resetting your brain, and right. it's really therapeutic. Um, but So basically, I go to my doctor's office, they check, or my psychiatrist, and I have to actually do it in Huntsville because that's the only provider in the state for this treatment since it's so new. And he was actually my psychiatrist from high school. So, you know, seeing him <laughs> nice. 10 years later, yeah. he was like, okay, like, you're a legit candidate right. for this yeah. because yeah. you're yeah. still here. 
Um, he's really nice, Dr. Al. His kids actually go to UAB. Um, I wonder if, like, we should be saying all this on the podcast. But, like, yeah, he lives at this address. No, check and him out. He lives check in Madison. Go, go, if you yeah, got issues, doing, go check this guy out. Valley Behavioral yeah. Services yeah. in Madison. That's oh, where weird. you go. Um, my insurance paid for all of it. And the reason... That's really nice. That is very rare in America. That's yeah. rare. The reason that there's not more offices is because you basically need a full-time person mm-hmm. just to be on the phone negotiating with the insurance companies. So it's free. So I go. They take my blood pressure because... You know, they have to make sure your blood pressure's not too high. They give me a nasal inhaler. I do one spray, one spray in each nostril. They come back five minutes later, give me another one, do one spray, one spray. And then they come back and give me another one five minutes later. And by the third one, it's almost, like, impossible to do it because I'm just like, ooh, whatever. So I'm sitting in this kind of, like, recovery room. It's got couches. It's got, like, a cool rug. And my psychiatrist is... um, Islamic, so he has got some cool, um, like artifacts from oh, awesome. from yeah. Syria, really awesome. where he's from, and um, so it's it's a pretty kind of like Zen environment. But I go with my stepmom or my boyfriend and stay there about two hours, then it gets really intense. The, but, yeah, like the dissociation and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah. I've never done it in like a club scene or anything like. As a club scene, I mean, like it's a club drug, you know. You say, yeah. like, I don't, oh, oh, I never, <laughs> I never really go to clubs, but so I had like nothing to compare it to. But I mean, it's really interesting, and I haven't done it in probably eight years now. But the amazing thing about it, though, it's results work. You're like a lot better by literally the next day. Like you can't drive or really do anything the rest of the day. Right, right. Like horrible depression. One treatment, you feel a million times better the next Jesus day. Jesus Christ! Why? They're gonna like. I just. I hate. I want like home administration of this, this stuff though. to everyone. And I, I, I can't stand Trump, but he d- has bragged about wanting to make it super available for the what is it? The, I think the all VA? presidents should be bra- should be like trying to push for this kind of shit for real. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. I mean, there's a stigma about it, and um, you know, just because it's ketamine. But it's not. It's a sketamine, and it really, I mean, I was amazed at it. And it's really funny because, like, I go with my stepmom, and she's, like, kind of my trip sitter. <laughs> and that's what I told her. Hey, Trip. Um, I was like, you're a trip sitter. It means you, like, make sure everything's okay. Yeah. And I'll play, like, spa music and just talk about, like, the Unabomber or dinosaurs. <laughs> my stepmom's this, like, genius, like, Harvard genius scientist and... Like, we'll talk about, like, the habits of, like, Bonobo, like... What is that? Bonobos, you know, they're, like, really intelligent, like, part of kind of, like... They're, like, a mix of kind of, like, an orangutan and, like, a gorilla. This is turning into the Joe Rogan podcast. They're super... They're the ones that have, like, the really enlarged... Oh, nice. ...sexual organs. Because... My boys. They kind of are, like tripping all the time in a way they're like just super sexual animals that are like living in like trip land and what do they eat plants or things that make them get high they're just they have this like intelligence that other people don't have and i remember my stepmom telling me about a a woman went to do a study with them and she spent so many so much time with them that she would not like return to normal society 
Like they're what? like her research partners were like, oh, oh, you're not coming back. Like yeah. you know, like some people like will like go undercover to join a cult, and they wind right. up like joining the cult. Like, oh, she they wind up like, like, like I'm just gonna chill. These, these Bonobos yeah. like know what's up. That's also a really good band too. Bonobo. Yeah, I have yeah. that album, and I played it the other night, and. My boyfriend like turned it off mid song, like, <laughs> you know, play is some raunchy not, rap. Is that not the most disrespectful thing? I, I do that to people all the time. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, no, I take it extremely personally. Because people it happens do it to me about all the ten time. times a day at the our tra- house. The damage and the trauma <laughs> perpetuates. All right. Yeah, no. So, so I, I turn other people's music off. People who come to our house notice there's always like a fight. Yeah. For. Oh music yeah, music control. Hurt, look, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, right. and we both just want to play our stuff, and yeah, but well, you know, I had a that's fascinating about ketamine <laughs> yeah. and bonobos. But I, it is, it is really cool. It's weird tripping at your high school doctor's office, but my high school doctor is really dead. Oh wait, which one? Uh, Doctor White and was he your primary care? Yeah. So he knew oh, you no, Dr. Rowe. Excuse me, Dr. Rowe. Dr. White was my dentist. Dr. Rowe was my primary care. That man, he was, he looked like Trump before Trump. Like, just white <laughs> hair, you, orange you, skin. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah, thought you yeah, meant, yeah. like, he trumps, like, over. No, 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 no. He, um, he was an amazing man. He was so nice. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, it's Trump's never hate. good. No. <laughs> That's he was such really a Trump. great guy. Yeah. I and mean, he unfortunately passed away. But I just remember him being so tan in, like, the middle of December. Just being like, dude, I know we live in Charleston, but but what are doctors you doing? can do those vacations. That actually, yeah, that's true. Speaking of like bonding with doctors, yeah. uh, me and my friend Caleb List were talking about how we always Caleb, yes, Caleb, Shout we love Caleb. you. Come Shout on, out podcast. to Caleb in Minnesota. Think we're going to SF, in, yes, in like a month. San Francisco Thanksgiving. Y'all are taking over. Those are my Friendsgiving friends. And Those are my Friendsgiving They're you, now yours. They are used you, to Thanksgiving with me. No, I'm not. I'm going actually down to Florida to visit my friend. But so me and Caleb were talking about how we always bonded with our dentists, how they'd be like, so how's this? Like, how's your mom? Like, how's school? Like, how was your soccer game? Like, you know, like they knew us. And we're mm-hmm. like, we're just like patients that are so exceptional. Our doctors remember us. And then we found out that like they have like a note in your chart about like random shit and they like look at it right before you come in the room. They're like, Emily, soccer, parents divorced. She just started at this school. And they don't really know you. They just run off a card to make <laughs> you feel good. Parents divorced. And we're like, this <laughs> was a fake relationship. I didn't know that. So yeah. your chart says parents divorced. So your dentist, <laughs> oh I don't know, your dentist literally like will write stuff down. Mine, okay. was, mine right. was Dr. So Rudolph, and he just smelled familiar. like cigarettes. That's pretty cool. Your and dentist he, he smelled like cigarettes? had the gall to tell me, you need to brush here better. His teeth are just completely yellow. Like, yeah. Take your own advice, sir. Well, no. I, okay, so <laughs> I have an argument against that. Well, not really against, against it. Against the dentist, dentist writing stuff, stuff down? Okay. Because, well, I'm sure he did, but Dr. White... So mine we, was a female. We bonded over... Like music and stuff. Like he knew I was a musician. He was a musician, and he had this land out in Onda. Um, Where is that? Your dentist? This, yeah, this is like <laughs> north is of Mount Pleasant, North Charles, or like uh, north okay. of Charleston. Yeah. So up seventeen. So anyway, he was like, "Yeah, I think I have like this barn out there. I think I'm gonna start like having people come out and have 
bands play and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's a cool thing. Um, and then it just like he started doing it and it became this massive thing that artists like actually like like a legit co- legit come cool. to. So now it's known as Skatetopia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But um, I would go out there and he would see me and he'd be like, oh, Trip, how are you? Like one of these days you need to come play. Like so he did like and he didn't have notes in front of him. So he knew. He knew me. He did know you. Yeah. Well, you're the exception. Yeah. My I like to think so. dentist never invited me to any parties. Yeah, my, yeah. I don't think I'd want to, but I did go to my gastroenterologist's Christmas party once because my f- good friend's dad was part of the practice. and Party on. I had like five colonoscopies before I turned 18 and like 10 endoscopies, not really 10. Why is like, that? Uh, I had my gallbladder out, just had a bunch of issues before uh, that, before they knew it was my gallbladder. So, you know, just got to check things. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I did get to bond with a gastroenterologist. That's pretty cool. I bet they the had clock. a pretty oh, crazy God, party. They do. They was do. it like kind of like eyes wide shut? Like the first party? <laughs> I, I wish. Party. Too. Yeah, I too. wish. I wish. No, actually, I don't wish that because I don't. Yeah. I None of them are Tom you don't Cruise. I don't. parties? No, I support. I mean, eyes wide shut parties are. They like, weren't really swing. There was definitely not, a, like, a ritual to the whole thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not a put your watch in the bowl kind of party. Yeah. Um, These aren't my I mean. wives. Yeah. In fact, my wife right. is here. Yeah. <laughs> That's more like they love '80s music and <laughs> red wine. Yeah. That's fun too. That can be a great time. I love '80s music, but I can't drink red wine very much because of acid reflux. Wait, fun fact. Let's hear Rose. It. Out of all the wines, white and red, if you think about which has more sugar, and rosé has the least sugar out of all the wines. Yeah, it's really? like this, one of the sweetest to me. Oh, you're drinking the wrong stuff. See that color? See how it's like blush and it's not like mm-hmm. like Kool-Aid pink? Is that a right. dry rosé? I only drink dry rosé. Yeah. If something <laughs> is sweet, it's really like a Zinfandel. I studied, studied. I worked with a sommelier for a year. I studied wine. Oh, nice. We we know, so we know all the buzzwords. Yeah, we do. I don't yeah. know any of it. I just, oh, dude. I drink it good. The terroir. I, with, with food, oh, I've good. always got my, my, my terms down. But well, like wait. With, with, with like wine, it's, it's I like I don't know what. I'm looking for so it's either just good or it's bad, you and mean, I can right. kind of explain why it's good or kind of explain why it's bad. Let's say, all right, let's say you're gonna have a steak for dinner. Mm-hmm. You want a nice, dry, bold red, probably a Malbec. Um, yeah. you're gonna get a lot of dark pit fruit notes. Um, a lot of those nice tannins. Okay, on the shut, back up, of your shut up! Shut <laughs> up! So the difference. Yeah, this is patronizing. Every, I would say that every like. Do you know what so a tannin is? A tannin? No. So that's from the skins of the grapes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so the way wine is made is red wines, like, you keep the skin on through the whole fermentation process. Actually, I think I have heard about this and in so the house at Jack built. I watched that movie. I don't remember them talking about that, but... They, they talk about the noble rod. The noble rod, yeah. yes. So in really old cellars, like, mm-hmm. literally, like, stuff will be growing on the bottles, and it makes the flavor amazing, especially wines from, like, Burgundy, yeah. which is the only place wine should come from just kidding Whoa. no i love all sorts of wines but i have all placed my heart for burgundy my dad actually took me there when i was little. oh wow that's awesome yeah i got into wine at a very young age what are we talking 13 14 8 yeah nine. i'm like 8 8 9 well that's i mean awesome. my my dad's european or half european so Where's you know they have like uh holland 
Oh, very um, nice. Or, you know, the Dutch East Indies. But, uh, Can yes. you speak German, French, and... They speak Dutch. Oh, he speaks Dutch? But my dad speaks French. Okay. Everyone in my family speaks French. I used to be... I mean, I'm actually, if I go to Paris, I can order and do everything in French, yeah, but maybe. I can't really have a conversation about anything besides I go to school and I'm from America and uh, I drive okay. a car. Uh, but yeah, no. So we would, you know, my parents would have wine at dinner and they'd always give us kind of like a tiny little glass with a, you know, maybe like an inch or two in there and water. Cause they, my parents literally wanted me and my sister to develop a palate for wine. And yeah. I went to like sipped out of wine tastings. Like when I was like eight, they weren't like giving me a full glass, but that's like always. part of like the culture and, and, and like, yeah, yeah, there's just not as much a like stigma about it. Like, People yeah. are more relaxed and there's actually way less alcohol abuse right. because yeah. of it. Dude. And if you do have problems with alcohol abuse, most all of those countries in Europe, like pay for your rehab for free. Yeah. Right. Like it's yeah. amazing. I remember my buddy, Will Wright, his mom was from South America. So oh, when we which were country? Like, South America is so cool. I know. I can't remember. But not Brazil? Sorry, Will. No, it wasn't Brazil. Okay. Well, that I think narrows it, it down a Ecuador. lot. Ecuador. Okay. Uh, he's probably going to, if he ever listens to this, he's going to be like, you're an idiot. We'll just get Anna. It's my fault. Check it. I well, yeah, made yeah. forget. Oh, she'll call it Will. Wait, who's me. Anna? <laughs> Anna Gibbs. Oh, she was the la- how does she do what she have to do this podcast? She was on our last episode. She was oh, on our last cool. episode. I didn't and hear that and one. She oh, it's, not, it's not we haven't released it yet. Uh, that's um, why. We're, 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 we're currently homework. we are trying to catch up to like our backlog, so we're gonna release that's why two episodes uh like every I Monday until we until all our, our episodes are now like current. Right. And whatnot. Yeah. I apologize for interrupting. No, no, no. Okay. what were you it's saying okay. though about So when I was like six, 15, 16, he would be like Oh, yeah, I have, like, some wine with my parents for dinner. And I'm like, wait, your parents, what? like, let you drink? And he's like, yeah. Fuck so yeah, man. My parents did not let me drink Oh, yeah, I could totally. I started drinking then, wine with my mom at, like, the age of 14. And then yeah, and bec- going to parties at, like, 15, 16. Yeah, like, yeah, and I just not doing that. And then when I got to college, I was became... Exploded. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was all bottled up, and I just went crazy. Are you, are exactly. I, I was... did not do that because I had access to beer and wine yeah. basically whenever I wanted. I never really abused it because... Right. By the time I got to college, I already like knew how to drink really right, well. Yeah. And then in college, that was putting it into practice. Exactly. I'm going to refill yeah. my wine. Yeah, we as we're, as we're talking about yeah. this. You want another... I'm still sober. I'm 26 okay. days in. I might get, a, I get another. I'm like halfway done. I'm just kind of sippy sipping it. Here, you want to try it? some of that? Yeah, sure. It's just Don't Forest go Moon, those. and we were making Stick uh, to the rivers and the lakes Star Wars. that you're used to. We had like a little Don't Star Wars bit go. earlier about... Oh, it's yeah. It's called Forest Moon and I'm Forest Moon of Endor. Let's talk about the Forest it's Moon funny, of Endor. It's funny because like everybody calls that thing indoor, but it's actually not indoor. What is it's it? The it's the forest moon. It's one of the moons of Endor. Yes. I don't think that. I'd have to get on like Wikipedia to actually find out the real name. Maybe they just call it Endor. Anna. Wait. Back yeah. Check that for us. Um, <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia maybe 20, 30 minutes a oh, day. Oh, same. And I swear to God. Whenever they are like, if you scroll past this, if everyone gave a dollar 22 we would I've, do- I've donated oh to i always donate i'm like y'all can have yeah. my money <laughs> yeah, if it was a paid service i would subscribe yeah. to that shit Hell yeah, because I, I mean how do you fall asleep at night if you can't read like if a 90 page article about joseph stalin's cousin if they had <laughs> an only fans page i would subscribe oh. for sure speaking of wikipedia Wiki- the no no no, no founder- not wikipedia 
Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Oh. Yeah, I, I've donated to Wikipedia. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such different levels. It's it's Star Wars. Wiki, it's I know so what good. Wikipedia is. Like I'm in all the pedias of shows <laughs> all the time. But I was gonna say Jimmy Wales, the founder of Wikipedia, is from Huntsville, Alabama. Is he really? Yeah, my stepmom like literally went to high school with him. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So Wikipedia, Wikipedia, pedias, wikis. They're great. Support well, I hated that they, they never like let us use Wikipedia as a yeah. as a source and, and because shit. it's not. But what reviewed. I would do is like I would Whatever. use Wikipedia to like find out the information. You and go then, to the bottom, right. get and the at the bottom, the bottom, there it all is, baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, except for they're all from like books that you like never will be able to find unless you're in the archives. We, also, we use of AVL a lot. Hogwarts. AVL. Alabama Virtual Library. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like site stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So research paper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, sh- I, I loved doing papers. As of recording of the... Phew, yeah. You could should have done mine. What, t- what time are we at? Oh, we... Dude, we got plenty of time. Okay, good. Awesome. I was looking at the date, and uh, as of, like, recording this, we're only five days away f- before the... Season Elect- two premiere of oh. Mandalorian. Like yeah, election. yeah. And six days we away are. before I started drinking again. Boo, boo, boo. Baby Yoda. So it's this week that Mandalorian comes out? Yeah, Friday. Okay, I guess I'll have to re. So what are we hoping to see to... in this first episode? I want to see a lightsaber, unresolved. actually. I you really want to see a lightsaber. Well, dark, the dark saber is definitely going to come in. Yeah, and also sure. there was that one guy. I think he might be Moff an Inquisitor. Gideon. Um, the guy that gets out of like the crashed Moff type. Gideon. Moff Gideon yeah. is he an Inquisitor? Um, I he's got like a yellow or like orange blade or I something don't, like that. He, no, he had the dark saber. I don't think he had the darks. Uh, I'm gonna have to rewatch have the dark saber. Like when the X, or not X Wing when the Tie Fighter crashed and you just see the blade stick out and then cut Boom. a hole. So he gets out of it. Yeah, that's I a dark it was a yellow saber. blade. Uh, maybe it was the dark saber. But anyway, and actually, that's I, I a that's, that. that's an his old. I want him to take great. his mask off and kiss a girl. No, <laughs> I want him keeping that thing on the whole series. It's I, uh, it's a defense mechanism. Like. Yeah. yeah, we do. Um, San, not, the dark saber was actually it was like a gift given to the Mandalorians by the Jedi. Yeah, the head Mandalorian thousands and thousands of years ago because they used to beat the shit out of each other. So I think that whole peace offering. Story is going to come into play. Yeah, Darth Maul um, used to wield it at one point. Yeah. So you think they're going to borrow stuff from the Clone. the Star Wars yeah. universe? I think, I think this is kind of where they're going to bridge yeah. some of like, those like arcs and whatnot, which is yeah. going to be really cool. Uh, Wait, yeah. so remind me, when is the Mandalorian timeline? Is it It's after the post, Empire Falls. Post, yeah. yeah so Post-Return of the Jedi. Yes, but, there but are still before the... The new, yeah, there are still the entire like remnants of the empire. There are entire that's like, yeah. right, that's and they're just right. kind of floating around. And I think a lot of them are kind of like fighting amongst one another and stuff. Probably, yeah. It's, there's a bit of like a power grab. Yeah, I, at least I remember reading right back in like middle school and high school. But I also read before the first season that the Mandalorian would also tie things into um, <laughs> the new trilogy. So you would see the rise of... Um, I did not... Fin- I never watched The Rise of Skywalker, and I don't know why, but I'm going to it's tonight. Not, all right. I mean, don't tell me anything. All I know is that... Force Awakens rocked because it was... Like, Dude, Star Wars, fuck yeah. yes. Like, And then 
Last Jedi was like, this is horrible. Right. <laughs> it was horrible, but it was a, even if it wasn't Laura a Star Dern Wars movie, was that shit it. just sucked. Yeah. So I was happy. But Laura Dern like wasn't a likable character, and she's I very underutilized. She was yeah, likeable. she was. And also, what what should have happened she was, was very likable. What should have happened was Admiral Akbar doesn't get blown out into space. No. Instead, in that scene, Leia dies. Yep. And then Laura Dern is like the new, new head honcho. And then Admiral Akbar is at, at the end of the film. He's the one uh, suiciding himself into the into the big mothership that can track. Yeah. In yeah. I think we talked about this. Godspeed, rebels. Maybe <laughs> he gets blown out into space. Yeah. In like first fifteen minutes or so. How did he get into space? Is my question. I don't he's know. Like a I squid. He's a Mon Calamari. Yeah, get it racist. Right. <laughs> is he is he a aquatic creature? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name of the planet that they're from, but you you wow, go to that dude. planet in Knights of the Old Republic, the the old I don't video read game. Books or so do the video games? Yeah, I don't either. They're really good. The the Kotar stuff, Knights of the Old Republic, um, that is still canon because it's Lucas Arts. Yeah, it's Lucas like you know Lucas Arts. Disney, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Disney bought all that and like Disney I would hate for them to like fuck that canon up. But then again, like Jedi Outcast with like Kyle Katarn. Yeah, that shit is not canon anymore. You've lost me. Kyle Katarn was cool. He was kind of like Han Solo, but with like Jedi powers. I'm more just I know so That's much about the want. original. And yeah. Actually, in my English class in ninth grade, like my honors English class, we studied Star Wars. We watched all of them. We had the screenplays in front of us. That's and so our cool. Tests yeah. And our essays were all about Star Wars. Yeah, God damn. Great. I never had a class like and that. And we ever. did Lord of the Rings. We did so many cool things. Lord of the Rings rocks Shout too. out to Miss Dots. Yeah. Thank you, Miss Dots. Yeah. She's amazing. <laughs> we were, it, I was South Carolina public school, so we were. I went to a public school, but it was nice. Yeah. Mm, public school sucks, man. Huntsville has well, amazing schools. Well, I remember getting into college yeah, and thinking, like, did I like, get an education? That NASA money up there. Mm-hmm. South Carolina, we don't have shit. Really, actually, it's the old, old money, not the NASA money. Oh, really? Yeah. What's Huntsville's the, like, where's society? Where's we're the so old important. money? Where's that old money come from? The people who own the land that Huntsville was uh, built okay. on. And, you know, Huntsville was actually, or is it Montgomery? One one city in Alabama was actually the first capital of the Confederacy. And I that might have been Montgomery. It was Montgomery. Um, but a lot, the Alabama Constitution was written in Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Um, so Huntsville's really old. Yeah. And there's oh, the all capital, old families. It switched to Birmingham. At one point, yeah, you know, you know and then back no, to no, Birmingham's a post Civil War city, so yeah. I like that vibe. I have to read up on why they switched it back, but I'm well, also probably not going to read up on it. I know in South Carolina, Charleston was the capital post Civil War, mm-hmm. and then they needed everyone to be able to get to the state capital easily, so you had to be able to get there in a day and a half by horse. So they put it <laughs> in Columbia. For everyone to get there, and you know the reason the capital, the United States capital, was moved to on the Potomac, Washington D.C., was part of a um, compromise between the northern and southern states because the southern states didn't have a lot of power. I don't ah, remember which. Put it right in the middle. Which agreement it was, but yeah, I mean they brought the capital down. Where, where oh. do they do the? Is I it India and Pakistan like that does that weird? Um, they go up to like their border and they do like the the march. India, Pakistan. Yeah. What is that? Place? Is that India and Pakistan? 
I, I know, but what do they call that place? I don't know, but it's intense. That's what we do. They're in DC. always on the brink of war. Um, well, they do that big. They do that big portrayal of like Sorry, of big dick energy, and and it's like a sign of like like don't come over here, right? And they both do it, and then they're like, all right, that's enough of that. We yeah. won't come over there. You won't come over here. Well, I see you next year. Well, we're still talking about American history facts. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this until last night, and I feel like kind of a dumb dumb for it. So I didn't know that presidents could serve more than two terms before 1951. After FDR. Exactly. Yeah. Because we were watching um, about Eleanor on CNN, mm-hmm. the first ladies, and they were like, uh, FDR died three months into his fourth term, and Emily and I both looked at each other like, Y'all fourth term? Yeah, it's because, I guess, because, <laughs> you know, he was Great Depression, World Something War like II. They didn't right. want to, like, switch it up. It makes sense, but... But, yeah, yeah right after that. that. But they... he's the only president to have served more than two terms. That's because George Washington set the precedent, and everyone just kind of followed on. It was never yeah. part of the Constitution until they you, amended you know. it. Yeah. So how's uh, Baby Yoda treating you over there? I'm so you're excited. You're playing with him and not paying attention to us. I'm a little hurt by it. Well, I've never actually held one in my hands, and it looks so real. And its eyes, I don't know if he ate they something. They really put some, like, texture on there. There yeah, is, it's really like, nice. a vibe on this thing. And, you know, I sent my friend a care package via shipped the other day, and this, I think it was this doll came up. Oh, really? From Target. I don't know if it's different. I mean, it looked exactly like this one. I was like, I should send her that. That would be great. But she <laughs> would have... Absolutely no clue. Here's a Star Wars question. What yeah. is this species? It's unnamed. It's unnamed. It's unnamed. What no are they going to name it? There is a, um, there's another Jedi on the council that's got big ears. And Donald? it looks a lot like that. And I can't remember what his name is. And his species is named. And they think that like their species are like really close and whatnot. Huh. Yeah. yeah. But it's unnamed. If anyone has some good species names they'd like to throw at us for Yoda's people. Dugs. Grin. They're both from Malastare. Like that. I mean, there's something amphibian. There, there's a bit of an yeah. amphibian quality to Yoda. Yeah. Or to Baby Yoda. He has no legs. He just has a. I also, I think that they're small because they're full so. Full of beans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can see the underside of so, it now. That is so unbecoming. Um, like I think that the the species is like super small because it doesn't need to be like large to defend itself. Yeah. So it has like the has, force and whatnot. Yeah. That's Are just all. Evolution. Yoda species Jedi's though, More than likely, or yeah, just some touched by the Force. In in Knights of the Old Republic, there's one on Dantooine at the like the, the base of like the Jedi and whatnot. Yeah, um, and he's the same species, and he's kind of like I forget what his name is. There's actually uh, there's another one like Yoda on the Jedi Council and like the prequels. Mm-hmm. And I think her Yaddle. name Yaddle. Yaddle. <laughs> There's Yaddle. a dude on the Jedi Council whose literal name is Paco. <laughs> <laughs> they have like the a best. real world. <laughs> the best Jedi. I mean, I guess that's not as funny. Of. There's a character named Luke. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Paco, yeah. Well, Luke, I think, is almost like a biblical reference. Do you know any much about the history of like George Lucas and like his life? And no. I don't know anything that about it. I could care less something. about the guy. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, he was in a horrible car accident. Between, I, I think I did know that. Between the first and second, between A New Hope and uh, 
Well, no, Mark Hamill uh, was. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. And you know how Mark Hamill in the second movie in Empire right. Strikes Back on Hoth, he's all like... Mangled. Beat up yeah. and looks like he's been in a horrible he car accident. Burned. And it was kind of yeah. carried on from that. And the one thing is George Lucas's seatbelt malfunctioned and mm. allowed him to be thrown out of the vehicle, which saved Dude, his life. That's crazy. My high school driving teacher was telling us about the importance of seatbelts, and we're all like, yeah, we know. But he was like, but they can't I was you. in a terrible car accident, and if I had, if I had been wearing my seatbelt, I would have died. He's Do you like, remember those cars you would get in that had, like, you'd have to buckle, like, the bottom part, but... The part that went over your chest was like attached to the door, and you know it would like slide. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they'd say like if you're only wearing that and not the lap belt, you'll like super die. Ooh, like you'll like because of the weight. Half. Yeah, exactly. I my driving ed teacher, he was a piece of shit, but he did say something really interesting. He's like, Mine "This is at me on Facebook." The the, um, <laughs> the seatbelt is actually it's like not. Actually, like for your safety, it's for the safety of others. Or other things creating in the car. creating a projectile from an intense car wreck is it, like you could kill somebody. Or you know, if there are other people in like the car with you, you don't want to be bouncing around the cabin, actually crushing the skulls of everybody. That makes so in the sense. car. That's you know? why on an airplane they say like you have to. The real reason, like you have to put your laptops and shit away, is just because yeah. Projectiles. Yeah. projectiles. Yeah, that makes sense. You know who implemented um made it like a law uh for seatbelts to be mandatory and cars and cars <laughs> fdr Ra- ralph nader ralph nader that's right now we learned about Wait. him yeah yeah i learned ralph that on nader, nader like the the guy who would always be on the ticket yeah, he did like something it was called so dangerous how did, at any speed yeah. i'll wikipedia this he did some like film or something called dangerous at any speed and I think oh, he was yeah. talking about a specific type of car or something i don't know hey what's y'all's favorite um What's what's your favorite Pizza movie topping? Oh. you've been watching that you only watched since quarantine happened or since COVID started? All right, repeat that question. Sorry. Favorite movie yep. that you've watched during quarantine that you've never seen before? Oh, okay. Hmm. Only um, out of those. Okay, so it's not my favorite. And fi- it can be an HBO Max Ghibli because Oh, Beneath that the drops. Skin, I think, is actually probably the best movie I've seen. Or underneath seen. the skin, or uh, under the skin with under Scarlett skin. Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is she like y'all's like fantasy girl? Because I feel like no. everyone thinks she's hey, the most she do beautiful. Be fine, but no. I'm like her and Natalie no. Portman. I feel like are every guy's dream. I don't think I. I don't no. know if I have like a fantasy girl. I'm I don't want to have to think too hard about it. I'm dating my fantasy girl, yeah. Emily Aww. Nicholson. That's my, my fantasy, fantasy girl. girl is Natalie Dormer from Game of Thrones, who plays oh, yeah. Marjorie Tyrell. She's not ugly. She was in the Tudors. <laughs> She's not a she was in the Tudors. She played Anne Boleyn, and then she was in a Hunger Games movie and something else. Oh, she is so cute. Um, I think so. Emily's been watching Emily in Paris. Timmy, Emily just finished that movie. Wait, I got a great wait, story. wait. I have a great I mean, yeah, story yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. about okay. Emily in Paris. Let's hear it. The the star of that show, Lily Collins. I met her oh, in cool. Paris. She's oh, great. Really? And I had no idea who she was. And Bill we Collins were daughter. in front of Jim Morrison's grave. And it was what? like a random Sunday afternoon. I got obsessed with this cemetery and I would go whenever I didn't have like school assignments because I was studying abroad there. And I went with a friend who was a bit younger than me. And I was like, 
hey, can you like scoot over to the side? Like, I'm trying to take a picture. And she's like, yeah, sure. And she did. And then my friend's like, oh my God, that's Lily Collins. I'm like, <laughs> who is that? And she's like, oh my gosh, she's in a movie. And I was like, I still don't know who that is. And I didn't find out she was Phil Collins' daughter till like two right. weeks ago. And she's in a really great she, film she about eating disorders. Very polite. Oh, oh that, really good movie. I saw that on Netflix, the preview, but she was super nice. And my name is Emily, and I met her in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that show really does rock. But I, I have I, no idea who she it was. It got me into Sex in the City because I think it's the same director. <gasps> oh my gosh, it is the same director. Yeah, and so I was oh, I was hanging out with Abby last night at the at that like little art show. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, I was talking to yeah, was like, your boyfriend. How does this work? Your boyfriend. Those flowers <laughs> yeah, that you really painted were mine. Oh yeah, really. And the and the political painting with the chick winner winner chicken dinner. Yeah, Did you yeah, see yeah. that? Yeah. I um, told him to do that. I said you need to. So you, you need so to. What a muse you are! <laughs> I am his muse. And uh, so but I, he takes in his own direction. Oh yeah, for sure. But I was talking to Abby about um, Emily in Paris, and I was like, "Yeah, I started watching Sex in the City, uh, and it's I'm really liking it. It's good. So good. It's really good writing. It's goofy. Didn't age well. It's. Literally. I don't think it's. Yeah, it's very corny, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Who's your who? What's your character? Samantha's great. You're Samantha's Samantha. Pro- yeah, because she, she's just so goofy. Like I'm a Carrie <laughs> Charlotte hybrid for sure. What, who, um, who are you on Sex and the City, Trev? Never seen it. So, but like, oh, God. I'm ex- I'm talking to her about it, and then uh, this guy like butts in and is like, and he's like drunk, and it's not even six o'clock yet. I'm talking about and he's sex. like, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, well, if you like that, you'll like li- Big Little Lies. Big Little and, Lies. And and Abby's like, yeah, I like that show. Yeah, and she's like, you. I can tell Abby is not trying to Abby have a like conversation show, with this guy, right? Because um, we're she and I. I know just, Abby's like, avoidance shit. conversation. Myth. Yeah, I've seen it. And uh, and he goes, he because we're talking about Emily in Paris, and and uh, he goes, yeah, if you like Emily in Paris, you're gonna love Big, Big Little Lies. Because I mean, it's you know, it's just bitches. Oh, I'm sorry, women. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god! I was about to say he sounds just like Netflix. Like, and, if you like this, you like, like the show about I'm bitches. Just like, so blunt. I'm like, yeah, great save. Did you correct but... him? Huh? Did you correct him or call him out? Um, well, he, he corrected well, he himself. corrected himself, and I was like, right. And, and like, and Abby and I are, are definitely not being very nice to him at that point. And I, I was honestly, God, just laughing at his ass so hard. At that point, that I couldn't say anything to him, and Abby's just kind of doing this like, she has this like, really awkward smile on her. At least, like, wow, you really did that, man. And uh, you think Laura Dern's a bitch? <laughs> yeah. Say it again. And, and say you it think again. Reese I'll swing on a bitch? your ass so hard. And uh, and then, but like later on in the night, I was I I met um, this girl. Her name was Cashin. I just met her, and we were like chit chatting. <laughs> Abby brought that dude up again, and I was. We were talking about it to her and like did like the story, right? And he's like right behind me and making it very loud and <laughs> making it You're very like this idiot this was telling moron. us <laughs> he was wearing a gray shirt. Oh yeah. Oh god, I thought that I like <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, I'm that sorry, was, women. I don't <laughs> oh think my you ever, god. Like, answered your question though. I'll tell you a movie. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. We totally got off movie. topic there. I never it's fun. S- I never seen it until recently. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. <gasps> never seen it. You know, Michael, my boyfriend, had never seen that until recently. I think over quarantine, I showed him that movie. You know, it, the animation was cool. 
But the animation was, is fucking awesome. Yeah. I love I grew up I loved that movie. Yeah. And I remember I got the VHS in my Easter basket, which I've always thought was so funny because it's like a Christmas Halloween movie, and then yeah. I got it for the one other holiday that it doesn't include. Right. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. there is a little... They do kidnap the Easter bunny in they it. They do, yeah. So all roads lead to... We watched Borat, too, Rome. last night. I got to watch it. Uh, I haven't it's seen it yet. Great. It's pretty great. I hear what's his... Giuliani's in it. He is. And I'll he's got his hand on his dick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. About to fuck some underage girl. So well, thinking that he's about to fuck some underage girl. <laughs> well, I don't think she I ever says that. her age. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, like, I'm not trying well, to no, defend I think the Borat man. Borat is constantly saying, like, yeah, right. He doesn't know. Well, no, I guess. I think Borat mm. says, like, this is my 15-year-old daughter or something. Yeah. I, 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 guess, like I guess I got to watch the yeah. fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, we, we can't. We can't. Speculate. Right. Well, the entire idea that seen. Giuliani out of everyone hasn't done. Have you seen oh, that on. man? Yeah. He looks He's like oh my god, a skeleton Dude. demon, a fat skeleton. He came straight out of hell. I feel like he his skeleton is actually fat, not <laughs> his skin, is, like, but a skeleton. I don't know. I guess y'all probably don't remember, but like, I mean, you probably do. But during nine eleven, like. He was the man. Like I mean, he, he cleaned up ever, New York. Like, yeah, was he really? Well, I wasn't. I wasn't around for that. I, well, like, neither of us were. No one was. But like in the late eighties, New York was rough. Yeah, that uh, that's what I have for. And he cleaned it up. And um, but like I remember after nine eleven, like he was always like, "We're gonna come together. We're gonna like rebuild mm-hmm. these these towers." And everyone was like, "Hell yeah!" His approval rating what was hundred like percent. And. I think he went away Didn't like after the dust soul. settled. He kind of just like went away for a sec, and then when Trump popped up, he was back, and you were just like, "This isn't the same person." Yeah, from two thousand one. Like this is a completely different. What human the fuck? Being. <laughs> I think he had, like got in a battle for a soul with like a fiddle oh, somewhere yeah. in Georgia, and he lost. Devil came down on New York. Yeah, yeah, and then he just is this gross monster man, his, and maybe his cousin left him. Yeah, oh, you don't know I do that? like the idea of Juliana winning and going. I I told you once, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but I love Cuomo. <clears throat> I'm just gonna say Cuomo. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Not the he can be a doofus, but but who's his brother? That's he, on he's CNN. A, yeah. Oh, you ever seen them get into a fight? Man. You ever seen that shit? His brother <laughs> has. You been need my... to call mom. <laughs> you need to call mom. I do call mom. Okay? I do call mom call more mom. than you. <laughs> no, he's been my backup quarantine yeah. boyfriend. I just, I just. He's got some uh, finesse. Are you talking about Cuomo in, in New York, not on CNN? No, I'm talking about CNN boy. Oh, uh, okay. No, the I mean they're New both York. Great. I like no, the I guy, I but like he's the one been, in New York. He's been like denying like police brutality shit, and I'm like, yeah, Yo, you're a fucking moron. How can you even stick? Deny shut your mouth. That. Stick to COVID. <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, even if you're not someone who's targeted by police, yeah. you know they. Yeah, you don't know they are fucking doing that. Yeah. I th- I wonder you, who you have to call them out. is more evil, or police or tow tow truck drivers? Because <laughs> oh. they have built a career on ruining people's day. They really have not protecting or serving. Not well, that that's like all cops do. Tow but truck all they do is people, screw yeah. you Dude, up. I have met a cool tow truck. I mean, he. I wasn't. My car broke down. And he like towed I mean, me. The guys who circle parking yeah, lots. Those yeah, we're talking about the guys stuff. that have yeah. the not the helpful, not the AAA guy here right. to save they've you. Cr- they've yeah. created a business on stealing your fucking car and making you pay. Pay. It's not like I'm. Yeah. I've never parked in a handicapped spot. I've never parked where I don't like. It's just, it, like in Auburn. It was always like you just I can't don't park have here at this time. It's like, dude, I'm at fucking work. Parking pass. Wow. I got no car. way to get to fucking work. Yeah, I mean, I one time. 
my my decal like fell off my rearview mirror onto my dashboard. You know, like. Oh, that. Happened. And they told me. So where I used to live down the. Sorry, mom. I'll call you later. Bitch buttoned mom. Oh, she's never gonna hear that. Um, no, yeah, you know you call it a bitch so button when you like hit. When no. I lived down the street from you in that apartment building, you had to have a. You know, I lived down the street from you, right? No. Yes, you do. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. You're always like, I have a pool. Yeah, I'm about Come to move over. down the. And I was like, just around the corner fifteen. I ain't coming no pool. Right. <laughs> so we had to have like. Uh, Tags yeah. hanging from our rearview mirror. Well, Emily's fell down. You can still see it on the floor. Yes, like and full they sight. Towed, sorry, and they man, her. I just work here. They're yeah. like, oh, sorry, it's not my job to look in your H- floorboard. H2, you know, we don't do it. H two calls us and like employs us. Well, then oh, should, H. Uh, it's H two. Well, yeah. Well, you, then you need to get there. And you need to tell H two. Yeah, no, they have a they have a, a tag. Yeah. Yeah, Emily talk, tried to talk to him. They were just like, you got to take it up with them. I have this conversation every day, like, with people. I told them, um, they... Uh, I'll be right back. They, took my, they towed my car, uh, the tiger towing or whatever. Oh, yeah, tiger and towing. They towed it from, like, I was, like, out. I, go, I went to class, and then I worked at the foyer information desk. And then they Wait, towed my car. Wait, which one was foyer? You have to give me a little... Hmm? Which one was foyer hall? Well, there was uh, Foy Hall. Foy, was that? I said Foy And then there Hall. was like, the Foy Information Desk, which was, was in the Student Center. That's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And like, so I was like working there. And then at a certain time, like on game, on like a game week, right? They'll start towing cars out of there to make, to make room for the fucking RVs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Makes no sense. And it's like, I don't know where the hell these students that actually have to park down here are putting their fucking cars. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I would buy where, it a lot. Where else can we fucking park, man? Uh, and so I get down there, and it, like, they did it twice. And I remember, like, I go in it, and I put it, like, in a different spot. And they still towed me. They're like, no, you can't do it there. Because they extended it, and I didn't get, like, a fucking email about it. You got to buy they that alumni like, the, center the, the, the area of effect pass. for the RVs, right? And um, I went to Tiger Towing, and I was like, look, uh, what I can do, because I have the fucking keys, I'll clip your fucking gate. And it's my car. Like, what you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do? It's my car. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's like, they're, they're like, well, here, we'll give you, like, a discount. I'm like, no, it's my car. Like, not you didn't say anything about it. My school didn't say anything. I said, I was like, look, I'll clip the gate. I will. Cry, like, what? You know, like. Fuck your <laughs> shut up. It's funny. My friend, Lauren, um, my best friend, Lauren. One time she got her car towed and she walked into, you know, you know how, like, when you get your car towed, you. You go to some place that's got like a big like fenced in lot and there's like one random person working and it kind of seems like a body shop, but it's not. And right, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's like so janky. I remember I went with my friend once because her car got towed and she's like, don't y'all have Groupons for getting your car towed? Because this is like my third time in the last oh, two weeks. Jeez. And they gave her $75 off. Are you serious? Or maybe it was 50 or 100, but I think it was 75. Yeah, they not literally knocked it off because she's so funny. And so, yeah. I was just tip, so mean. Ask just for a Groupon. She's <laughs> like, I need to do Groupons. And yeah, no. Um, oh, and they did it to me. They, the, I got towed a third time, and it was the school. They towed me. And they had my car in that like oh, little gated lot in the back. Oh, they put locks on your car, too. Uh, I didn't see anything like I've that. Gotten, I was, what, they call it boot when they boot your car. Yeah. Yeah. 
Dude, the... they didn't boot my car. They they towed it. No, and, I know. And they I'm put it where like all like the Auburn. bikes and stuff are, right? And I and I was like, look, I'll. I'll tell you what I told Tiger. I'll just clip your fucking game. They tow bicycles. You don't even have a padlock here, dude. I'll just. <laughs> they would tow bicycles in Auburn. I had a friend who got his fucking bike yeah. towed because he didn't have like a Auburn sticker on it's it. It's such a fucking scam, dude. Yeah. Is it constitutional to tow a bicycle? I don't think so. I've got it on a bike rack on campus. They're like no. for that. What are they? What are y'all worried about? People on campus looking at my bike. Or, or people that don't go to school here using their... Like, what is around here that somebody would want a bike around? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we're... All right, so we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Just we're a all, quick. Real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... Go to the restroom. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I'm yes. so excited. He's on my shirt. All right, cool. No one can see that because this is a podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying... <laughs> yeah, I like that shirt a lot. Do you like the, the Andy Warhol... It's, yes. The Banksy kind of thing. It's cute. We'll, it, we'll talk about it later. We'll go into detail. All right. One sec. Emily? I would no. love nothing more. I have the same birthday as Quentin Tarantino. March 27th. Would, we went over this in the last episode. Yeah, we, we? did. No. Wait, March 27th? Yeah. Does that make you an Aries? I am an Aries, yeah. Yeah. Don't know what that means, but... You you cry, you cry. I'm a Taurus. All right. Do we both have April birthdays? I'm May 20th. So Taurus is 420 to May 20. And I'm May 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I love it. Also, but 420 is Columbine and Hitler's birthday. Yeah. So, so. very eventful day. <laughs> but Tarantino. So, yeah. what's up? Well, when we talked last, which was at Mom's. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You were... Working the working door. Working the door, and I was like, I working promise it's my real ID. You work the door at Mom's? No, he does. Oh, okay. I go through Sorry, the door I was at Mom's. trying to get back into it. There. I've never worked a door. Actually, no, I've worked a door at a it play. It is very boring work. It is. Um, but thankfully, y'all made it entertaining. Yes. Emily came up to me, and she was like, I want to talk about Quentin Tarantino and Femme Fatales. That's a really good Emily. Thank you. Okay. That was a Luann from King of the Hill. It's my we first, were just talking first about cartoon that. crush. And Ooh, you man. just brought that into my voice. Yeah. Cause I don't talk like that all the time. Dude, she also has like a rasp to her voice. Uncle oh, Hank. I have some. Uncle Hank. I, I'm a. God, I don't know if I have a smoker voice, but. You don't. I've smoked enough. Do I have a smoker voice? You're getting there. Am I really getting there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What about me? <laughs> what about me? Oh, you started a <laughs> podcast. I just Dude, smoke a pack a day. There was this. Uh, there was this gas station in like I think in like Cobb Heights where my grandmother used to live, and there was this lady there, and swear to God, she, she like knew my grandmother from like Arab or something, and um and she'd always be like, "Hey, doll," like she like literally sound like that. Oh yeah. Oh, my Mimi had the most beautiful voice. <laughs> what did she tell me one time? Oh, I remember. So, right before my. Right before my mother remarried my stepfather, not remarried, remarried to my stepfather, my family was in town and my cousin goes, so is Jeff going to be my step-uncle or my uncle? And my Mimi goes, well, we just say uncle because we don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. (laughs) 
and that's just how she was, and I loved that. Yeah, like a big long skinny like cigarette had, in her finger between her fingers. I wish, but did she we say don't want no one's fingers get hurt? She would say bless <laughs> her heart a lot, and she taught me. She goes, "I've always voted Democrat, but if I really don't like." the Republican or the Democrat running. Sometimes I'll just go in the booth and I won't even pull a lever. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a pretty cool lady. She is I like I like her form soul. of protest. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, she's always taught me. Oh I my did it gosh. for me to teach myself something. Terrible story. When I was 16, me and my friend, Catherine Herbert, who lives in Spain now, and I hope she listens Shout to out. this. Shout out, Catherine. She showed me a great time in Spain last year. But when we were 16, we went down to Pensacola and we're staying at my Mimi's house and she lives in like a very kind of suburban area. And, um, you know, I was a big Obama fan. Um, and I'm, I'm a little ashamed of this, but not really. Um, we <laughs> went around one night for about three hours and we stole every single <laughs> Palin McCain sign. <laughs> We even stole like one of those blinking construction, like kind of like saw horsey. Yeah, and so my Mimi came in the next morning and she goes, I put a blanket in the back seat of your car because there was something flashing. I saw you took all those signs and <laughs> I know your mama's not gonna be happy, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> Proud of you. No. This is your aunt. I this need, is my Mimi. I need Mimi. an old Southern lady to tell me yeah, she's I proud of me her. too. Yeah, exactly. She was so loving. It was great. But when my mom came in, she goes, "You're violating people's First Amendment rights to free speech." I'm like, "Mom, I just..." Hey, isn't that what America is all about? I'm sick. Isn't that what America is all about, though? Yeah. Yeah. I, was just I would argue First that. Yeah. <laughs> I would never steal a campaign sign now. <laughs> you got it all out of the way. Yeah. Really, I would now more than when I was 16. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all right. So, what's your favorite Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> That's tricky. So, That's I'm going to say. Because when I talked to you and we were at the bar, you were like, I want to talk about Finn Fatales and Quentin Tarantino movies. And I was like, that sounds great. So, here we are. Now's your time. Let's hear it. Okay. So. Gosh, it's weird. The first thing that comes to my mind is Harvey Weinstein because, I mean, he did produce yeah. a significant number of Tarantino's films. Mm -hmm. I, I guess it was just the last one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That did he really produce He it? did not produce that one. Oh, okay, but okay. no, yeah, I mean, the Weinstein Company. Mm -hmm. And um, there's actually a really great documentary that you guys should check out. I think it's called, like, QT8, like, Quentin Tarantino's initials and the number eight. It's about like his first eight, film. eight films, yeah. which I think go from the one with Reservoir Christian Dogs. Slater right before that. So uh, okay. I know that was his first directorial debut, uh, but he wrote um, Four Rooms. He, what's the one with Christian Slater? So he wrote a film that he didn't direct. Yeah. Uh, it oh, um, it's Natural about, Born Killers. He wrote that. He wrote that, didn't direct it. He has a lot to say about that. But no, it's after that. It's it's Christian Slater and maybe Patricia Arquette. Oh, as soon as I see it, it's I'm going like to get so mad It's like something love or true. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Um, okay, but so true I think. True romance. True romance. Got it. There you, you know, go. Is this like a romance movie? I don't. That, uh, that looks as it all. It is a romance, <laughs> but it's. 
got a it's got a lot of facets, but that's definitely not my bread and butter. So mm-hmm. in terms of Tarantino movies, um, one first thing is I, you, I know you just asked me what my favorite one was, but I'm just going to go on a tangent and say I saw Pulp Fiction for the first time with my father. Yeah, and there are some scenes in that movie that get really awkward. Right. Yeah. Like Do you, the. I remember seeing that. Movie we all know. As a kid. <laughs> yeah, we all know which scenes. <laughs> that movie. I think that's why. Like, I love movies that, um, that like make me cringe. But I'm all, like, I'm having the best time. You know what oh I mean? like, yeah, I can't, but when like, you look away, dad's in the room. Yeah. It gets weird. Get the gimp. But I'll say, I think Get Reservoir bring, Dogs. Wake up the gimp. Turns me on to Tarantino for sure because I just think that movie's flawless and. I've heard so much about, like, the history of making that film, you know, like, how they're all in, like, black suits. Steve Buscemi is wearing black jeans because they told them, like, bring, you know, a black suit. He didn't have black dress pants, so he's literally wearing black jeans. Yeah. Is he Mr. Pink? They all have their little... So that song that's playing in the, in the warehouse scene stuck in the middle of you. Yes. It's always plays at the garage, and I always kind of mumble oh, myself. Oh, with the ear cut off. I'm going to cut this pig's ear. <laughs> the way he's dancing. Yeah. And, you know, talking into I, I want to say that character, he's, his last name is Vega. He's, yeah. he's actually the brother yep. of Vincent Vega. Yep. Yep. That, yeah, he's a little crazy, but that's why I'm saying you should really watch this documentary because they're interviewing him. They're interviewing Everybody, Uma Thurman, all those people, and you really get a good insight look. But I'm gonna say my favorite was Uma Thurman in Reservoir Dogs. She's not in Reservoir okay. Dogs, but it's about like all his films. Oh, okay, I gotcha. The, the QT8, the he really uh, fucked her up uh, with the car. The car. Yes. He says to this day, it's like that's his my biggest, biggest regret. regret. I yeah. can't believe I ever put her through that. That whole interview is in that. We- you can see so, there's like footage of it, and, and he's like running to her. So normally they have a stunt double yeah. for stuff, but Tarantino before I guess it's Kill Bill one or Kill Bill two, they didn't have. He did not want a stunt double in driving scenes. Right, like he wanted the driver to be driving. And apparently, yeah. it's something that Uma Thurman could do. Yes, yeah. and she basically like. Did she oh, obviously she break her neck? Totally like shit whips herself. Yeah, yeah, she like. What scene? Oh, I can't remember what scene it's, it was. I think when she's driving down one of those, like, I think she's in Mexico or she's oh, in right. like, Central America. She's like in that like convertible, oh, okay. like racing. I think to meet the man. Who is the man who tells her where Bill is? The at Spanish the man at the brothel. Yeah. Like, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> I only tell you. My boy. Because I know he wants to see you, you know? Yeah. Um, but Django Unchained is for sure my it's favorite. It's just Tarantino entertainment movie. all the it's fucking just way through. Showmanship. Jamie Foxx. With amazing. My best friend in the world to go see that. We kind of saw it like a little late. I hadn't been out for like a few days. And we went. It was, came out in the summer, right? Yeah. No, summer but we movie. went. Christmas. It was Christmas. Christmas. Oh, movie. yeah. It was a Christmas movie. Yeah. Right. It came on. We went DVD and to. It was the. I don't know if it was the Carmike cell, but it was in Vestavia, and there was like a 10 o'clock showing for it. Out of maybe the 20 or 30 people like in the room, my friend and I are the only white people in like mm-hmm. the room. And I actually, I saw Eric Essex there. He's a big um, uh, musician here in Birmingham and big producer. I actually did like a class with him. I didn't say hey to him because I was like... He might I, not remember yeah, me. Yeah, I was like, he might not remember me. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be uh, him. Yeah. And, but like, and it came down... To when they're sick and the dogs on the guy that ran away, right? 
Wait, it, wait. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Let name? the hounds. What was his name? Sound. It was D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan, yeah. And um, it's like let these bitches send this man to heaven or yeah. hell or whatever. Something like that, yeah. God, and like that, like the scene, like still, like makes me. I like, I we like, I like sunk in my chair. You know what I mean? Like, it was a scene that made me, like, I was like, I don't want to be white right now. <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't like this at you all. You hate it. And I you fucking know, hate, yeah. Something I but learned. But that's why I, I loved that movie. I was like, shit, like, this is, this is some really powerful shit right here. It's extremely powerful. and yeah. has extremely powerful soundtrack. And it's funny because, like I talked about in that documentary, um, Leonardo DiCaprio had a really hard time playing a super racist yeah, role. Yeah. And... You know, he's like, I'm he's not, not even a, that guy. Yeah, he's, he's not a method actor or anything, but when you're on set, you have to get in a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. And um, Jamie Foxx told him, he said, look, like, you need to act like I'm not a human being. Like, I am subhuman. That's how you yeah. need to treat me. Like, don't feel bad about saying, like, you know, the N-word and stuff. We're yeah. acting. And then he said, the, day, the next day... Leonardo DiCaprio would not talk to him on set from there on out. And he's like, mm, <laughs> oh, man. like, what the hell? But yeah. like, I told you basically, yeah. like he had to get in this like mindset of, you we'll know, we'll be friends later. I got to yeah, play this awful exactly. man. <laughs> and it was, Jamie Foxx was the one who told him like, yeah. you need to get into Jamie Foxx is a really sick actor too. Is he dating so, Katie Holmes still? I don't know. Can we talk about that? Can we talk <laughs> about Scientology? <laughs> Uh, Have you met a Scientologist? No, she, wait, she was no, with. I convinced uh, a girl I was a Scientologist. She was with Tom once. Cruise, right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, I don't think that she is a Scientologist. I think that's one of the many. No, reasons I'm not that. talking about her being one. I just meant she got out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And started dating, dating Jamie Fox, but um, yeah, Django and Chain's amazing. The soundtrack's so good. Ennio Morricone. Yeah. You know. Oh. Rest in peace. Who? Ennio Morricone. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. I literally have that. The one I have like three CDs in my car, and one of them is (laughs) the Django and Chain soundtrack. Nice, very nice. And I know exactly who you're talking about. I think mine's Inglorious Bastards. Oh, such. I was watching that yesterday with my mother. Good, good female. Talking about femme fatales. The 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 women in that movie. There's like a few. There's like really there's two. There's Diane Kruger who plays the German spy or the spy for the German lady spying for the the allies. And then the she's French, a, and she's what's an the French girl's the name who oh. owns the cinema? The one at the beginning. Anyways, I know who it is. But she's yeah. a badass. This, when I, when bitch. like in all my film classes and whatnot, there was this. Um, I think the textbook was called like Beyond the Lens or something, and it's actually got her oh. the the actor, and she's it's from Inglorious Bastards, and she's like fuck doing some shit on a on a big old projector. I love. Oh yeah, yeah, because she they're doing yeah. a uh, movie premiere. Yeah. Nation's Pride. One, yeah, because they really did make those. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Propaganda Goebbels, films. Yeah. Goebbels also did pornography. I think they they do talk about that in the book <laughs> in the in, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, they do. How did yeah. I miss that? It's, Male it's lens. Like when they introduce him and I, it I cuts to that they, they one scene. Which guy? He's like Gerbils. fucking. I think her name was like Haida. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, Jason yeah. Gibbles about how he had the mistress. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, but he used to like produce like tons of pornography as well. I, I might need to get fact checked on that, but I do remember like I'm, reading that and having like one of my professors told me about that. Art. Like, huh? I mean, he had a strong fascination of art. He was one of yeah. the big Nazi people who you know stole and collected. Yeah. All well, the good Cezanne paintings. I think the reason that. 
I love that movie so much is because right after the first time I saw it in theaters, I was like, my grandfather would have loved that movie. Yes. <laughs> Who fought in World War II. I was like, he would fucking have clipping, fucking loved this shit. Clipping you Hitler's know, face with an, with an MP44. Yeah. <laughs> like, not to like totally change gears, but we're kind of living in a society right now where like neo-Nazis and white supremacists yeah. are on the rise. And I will say like, I've had my run-ins. You like, can Google me and you'll see it. I've had my run-ins with certain Growing groups. up around racism in, like, the South, right? Yeah. I was, I was like, that's not going to be me. Making a very conscious effort to, like, constantly get away from that, right? When, but also, at the same time, you know, like, I've never seen it so bad. And, even like, even my, my dad is like, I've, no, I, like, I've never genuinely seen it so just it like just in like your face now like the fir- like growing up in the south you're surrounded by racism dude the first time i saw the kkk in like their outfits that was on auburn's campus i'm sure I yeah mean, do you remember that when you went in richard to go see, spencer yeah richard spencer came dude, in i made the like cover of the you newspaper. went in yeah no i like got i got it got heated but i kept saying like what would your grandparents Holy say? Fuck, yeah. uh, your grandparents, your grandfather, who probably fought in this war against fascism, yeah. like what would they have to say about your actions today? Hey, fuck those guys. Yeah. They killed my brother. <laughs> killed yeah, them all. Screw those guys. But yeah, exactly. It's like a movie you think your grandparents are, you know, would really get into. And I think that's I think I, f- what I love about Tarantino is like, like the payoff. Right, the big yeah. payoff. It is always so the brutal, vengeful, and so like, <laughs> like yeah, just you're right. So satisfying. Yes, my favorite thing about him is just he's a storyteller. Yeah, and yeah. he tells amazing stories. And when I went to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, his most recent film, you know about Sharon Tate, and yeah, I've read like Helter Skelter, which was written by. Sharon Tate, like, I guess the lawyer who prosecuted the Manson family for that. And, you know, I knew how that ending was and I was ready to see it in Tarantino's way. And he changed the story. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Hitler gets killed. Uh, In this this film, Django is black. Because, like, in the original Django films, he's the Spanish guy. Yeah. In fact, actually, in the the scene with the the Mandingo fighting, there's the the guy that goes up to um, uh, the bar to get some tequila. He's. that's the actor that played. That's Jango. actually the act. I want to say that's the, yeah. He is. Oh, and yeah, he's, yeah. And remember, he's like, uh, what's your name? And that's he's like, real, Django. Yeah. And then he spells it out. And he's like, the D is signed. He's like, I, I know. I know. But uh, Kill Django Kill is a really good movie. Yeah. This, uh, I want to I say that's that's the one. And he is like dragging this child's coffin around like the entire of the movie. And you're like, what is this about? And then I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for you unless you want me to. No. It is because I don't know when the hell you're gonna see it. I mean, like, what is inside the coffin? <laughs> Blow don't your fucking. It's it's literally, it's uh, it's not Chekhov's gun either, but it's like it's like semi like Chekhov's uh, like gun, right? Like, but it, it's it's there's a twist on it. Yeah, it's like that's. Not <laughs> right. There clearly wasn't a child in that thing. <laughs> Oh man, and Here's it plays—it's just—it's and it plays one piece of like plot device, and he's carrying it around the whole movie, and it gets him out of one huge event. You know what I mean? Got it. Yeah, watch. It's this movie so now. good. It is so fucking good. But um, 
Yeah. Femme fatales. Femme fatales. Yeah. What's a femme fatale to you guys? To me? Dude, Vasquez from Aliens. No, I mean, like, what are the characteristics? Oh, oh okay. Femme fatale. Um, In your eyes, when you hear that word, I just think, like, French. Lovely. <laughs> Just a lovely in the face. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's the first thing they want to be Swift with a on. knife. Or Swift a with a really got to be good with a knife. Got to be good, gotta with, be good with a knife. <laughs> I know you all have some knife ladies in the house. I think the, when I watched like the Alien yeah, films. I, and I was like really, really, really young. And Vasquez, the, and she's got the big smart gun, which is actually, it's like a refashioned MG42. If you actually like look at like the prop, it's a right. massive, massive, super yeah. heavy like weapon. And it shoots like a million rounds, you know, right. you know, and uh, like all of it, like she was like a total like punk. She had like short ass hair. You know what I mean? She's mm-hmm. like really into like working out. Like go and, with the dragon tattoo vibes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. And I, 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 I was always just like fascinated with that. I'm like, I want, I want to know that one. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know that one, man. <laughs> yeah. We're going to find her. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. And Uma Thurman is like. Personal hero. Yeah, she yeah. is. I she's mean, fucking awesome. She is incredible. All the females in all the female roles that he casts, I mean, they're really powerful women. And there sometimes is like a damsel in distress yeah. aspect, but it's really like a survivor in distress. Yeah. Like yeah. A warrior in distress. And I love I love that he's like given these powerful female roles and they're like yeah. really big like Lucy Liu and Jackie like, Brown yeah like yeah, all okay. these people yep. like really powerful I mean there's super powerful men and there's a lot of like male centric movies and I know there was a lot of criticism about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because they kind of said it was like farewell they to, go the back to the white to male the, ego yeah, androcentric yeah yeah and honestly I'm like I think it's just a story and yeah. this well, man yeah. loves to tell stories and he empowered like the character of Sharon Tate so much in that film that but he's also he's like saving the essence of like Sharon Tate by like not killing her like right. retelling She's the sweet. story I mean I think, how could you yeah. kill Margot he's Obi? talked about in interviews and I think he takes the Sharon Tate murders personally mm-hmm. because it was such a senseless loss of life such a huge detriment to the film community and he loves film more than anything oh hollywood culture yeah Yeah. so he was like you know what i'm gonna do this movie for them now and this one you get to live and and your attackers are barbecued asses (laughs) yeah oh fuck such a great cast and um I love I all the scenes out at the ranch with yeah. like like Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham's in it. I like, didn't realize so perfect. Uma Thurman's daughter was in it until after the fact. Oh wait, there's someone. <sighs> Maya Hawk. There's someone else's daughter in it, or somebody. Oh no, wait, there's not someone else's daughter in it. There's just the girl from The Leftovers. Did you watch The Leftovers love on that HBO? Show. One of my Same. favorite. Same. I think it's one of the best show. Everyone watch it. I'm sorry, the first like three or four episodes, it takes a while to get through, but once you're there, you're like not gonna stop. Okay. Probably best ending best to any I've show seen. I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I love seeing her in that movie. It was great. I don't. I don't think we're like discussing one of his. Well, I think it's like one of his big, femme fatale movies, Death Proof. Oh yeah, I haven't seen Death Proof. Death oh, Proof. Death so it was, it was like one of the um, four girls. It was the uh, and it's Wait, based off like, of like another film. Is that it's like, like kill. Kitty Halloween. cat kill or something kill like pussy cat kill kill pussy cat kill yeah that movie rocks too so like what it is and it's it's also it's like a grindhouse film here's my jewel hey wait it's like one a grindhouse question. film I always hear what grindhouse wait I've 
What so does like, Grindhouse, a, a Grindhouse mean? Film is like, so it's a film that comes out with like, like another film. They used to, this is more or less, like I'm definitely, like there's a lot of like little like nuances, but it's, so like it's what you would go to see in like the drive-in movie theater. So it'd be like a horror film, right? I so here's I've like a horror film. That. Is it super chaotic and there's just like. It's sort pretty, of, and they're, they're kind of quick. Uh, yeah, I've they're seen They're like that low budget. They're kind of quick. They're about an hour and 15 minutes long. So he did this one with like Rodriguez who did fucking Spy Kids. Yeah. You know, he says the uncle in Spike Kids is actually, that's Machete, and that's canon. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, like, like, holy shit. pull it all together, Rodriguez is directing an episode of The Mandalorian this season. No way. Yeah. Hell yes. That guy rocks. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That's, that's Rodriguez, right? Um, the, oh, my God. Oh, no, dude, no. I got to get Anna to. I thought he did that. I don't know. Because he, he does so much stuff with... Um, there's some cobwebs. Uh, you need to name? dust in There's here a, a little lot bit. Of cobwebs. This is the bunker. So the bunker. Let's this is where I'm going to come if shit goes awry, and I will bring the longest podcast ever. Hundred. Wait, when you have a drink, a, when you get like a big drink at Chick Fil A, like how many? What's how many ounces? This is Rodriguez. Two ounces. Oh, okay. yeah, I have I like a hundred eighty ounces of Purell. Oh, party on. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I'm like, Office Max, give me an email update when you get it. So I'm here like, to bring hand sanitizer to all my friends. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Hit me up when you need some. But it's like, uh, yeah, he, Death Proof is a part of this Grindhouse film that he did with Rodriguez. And I forget which one comes first. I think Death Proof actually comes first. And then it's Rodriguez is like super gory. Planet Terror. Yeah, Planet Terror, like so- zombie film. And um, Eli Roth, who played the Bear Jew, yeah. Who and directed did, uh, the directed Hostel? <laughs> and I've seen that's in the Czech Republic, the place that was filmed. He's in the castle. Oh no way! It's in Chesky Krumlov is the name of the town. He's he's in Death Proof, and he plays like one of like their friends at like a bar, and then I, I um, Tarantino is actually in uh, uh, Planet Terror. Yeah. And remember, he's, like, trying to, like, rape that girl, but he's, like, got the disease, and then his dick is melting or whatever. Mm. Fun. <laughs> Lord. Casual. Yeah, very. In Tarantino. I mean, clearly he has, like, he, he's constantly showing, like, 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 imagery in regards to, like, people that would do that or people that would do this. You know, just horrible things. Savage like, people. You get, you get the brunt of brutality. Like, your, your consequence for doing these things is horrible. Like... I just like his movies are kind of about vengeance, but I yeah. feel like it's a little deeper. Than so that. much more. Yeah. So much it's more. It's not shallow vengeance. No. But yeah, uh, you gotta watch Death Proof. Oh fuck, that movie's it's fun. Yeah. It's like it's it's a thrill ride. <laughs> it really is. I'll put it at the top of my list. It's and Kurt Russell's the main bad guy. You know, um, who's Kurt Russell married to? Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Hawn. Yeah. So Goldie Hawn. They've been married a long time now. They're. Yeah. <sighs> I get. I don't know if it's someone. One of I guess their offsprings, maybe her stepchild or half child, played hockey for UAH in Huntsville, and really? Goldie Hawn and Jeff Bridges and their daughter, beautiful Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson? would come to hockey games was in it, Huntsville. <laughs> was it Wyatt Russell? Because Probably. Wyatt Russell was in, like, he's an actor, but he was in a movie which is one of the best hockey movies ever. Goon, but he was yes. in the second movie, Goon, yes. uh, Return of the or Last of the Enforcers. Who was the main character in the first Goon movie? Uh, I always forget that he's in The Rundown. 
and American Pie, Stifler, and, and um, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies, Evolution. Oh, that's a great that movie. That movie rocks. Yeah, it is. John Wayne Scott. Kurt, uh, is that, that, I think I think you're right. Yeah. Kirk yeah. Russell and Goldie Hawn's son Wyatt. I didn't know he played ho- hockey yeah, for he U played, of H. My my father actually used to coach. He was a goalie coach there, and you know they're a D one team. Yeah, and that was great. Like Huntsville's like a huge hockey town, but yeah. yeah so what's their hockey team name? Havoc. That's right. No, the Havoc's the pro team, but UAH is the college team. Oh, they're the yeah, yeah. they're the Chargers, oh, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But have you guys been to one of the Birmingham Bulls games? No. I actually wait. There's hockey in Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. We have a hockey. T- that's I, the only reason I went. Do they play at the BJCC? Like, no. do they put ice down? They it's play like in one of the Pelham. Season? Yeah. Oh. Which is, I, I think, went, dumb. They like, should play in, in January, like February. BJCC. And Michael was like, because I guess Michael kind of likes it's hockey. So he was like, dude, you have out of everybody, you're going to fucking love hockey. Yeah, I yeah. Huntsville it. Havoc is like WWE on ice. Yeah, it's awesome. That's what the sting. The I grew up going to uh, the Charleston Stingrays or South Carolina Stingrays now, and it's I like, think that's who we were playing. Probably. Yeah. These dudes get the, the, paid the one game that I went like, to. They get paid. I don't know, twenty eight to thirty thousand a Not year. Not much. The fines for fighting are like five dollars, so they're just like oh, they they out. get into it, dude. Yeah. And like they're all working like other they jobs. Know, they know what the people are there to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like want. I'm not there to see that. That's but what hockey's like all everyone about. else is. Yeah. <laughs> they're like throwing their popcorn on the ice when it happens. They're so excited. And I'm like, I wanna see like I wanna see some action, like with the puck. Like some slap shots. I was I was watching like, hockey bloopers uh, like a few months back and I saw that the goalie is like standing in the goal and the ice breaks under him and he's sinking. What? Wait, Into was he ice. playing on an open? No, I mean, it's outdoor? just, I think it was just like a, some sort of like older, maybe that. Like, I hear someone coming. I don't, I don't know how deep the ice goes there. Dude, I, I don't think know this is like CGI. No, I mean, like, this guy, like, literally fell into the ice, and he's, like, sinking, and he's, like, grabbing up, and, like, this other player has to, like, get on his belly and put his. It was, like, in, like, a, uh, like, a, like an actual, like, stadium or, like, whatever, right? And like this guy's like falling into the ice and it's he's sinking because he's got all that padding. You can't, you can't fucking swim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, there's not water under. Yeah, that. that, that's but that's why I thought it's it was like so strange. I saw this guy like pond. fall through like the ice and there are like people in like the crowd and this player has to like get on his like chest this from the the other team and he's like putting out his his stick. To grab him, they got to wait on somebody to get out there and fucking get this guy I, out of the I, water. You got to send me this because I'm, I'm trying to ice, find it. I'm ice fishing, ice fishing. Hey, but did they drive the Zamboni and have yeah. time? Did they play? Would they play the same song? Like I want to oh, drive yeah. the they Zamboni. Were, I had a guy on the Zamboni shooting a T-shirt cannon. Oh my gosh, our Zamboni was way lame. They even had they have dancers. That. No t-shirt can dancers for the hockey yeah, team. They for the burnouts, yeah, or not the burn. The, <laughs> the, Y'all are the burnouts. That's the new team name, hey. baby. Yeah. I'll dude, be your uh, the Bulls, yeah. What if the Bulls did do like a burnout tonight and like yes. we did a podcast while the game was going on? And they had special jerseys made for us. I don't even like really know like the rules of hockey, so it's a lot like that soccer. would be really funny. Yeah, it's a lot like soccer. yeah, yeah. Possession is a lot like soccer and whatnot. Yeah, I, I like sports where like the puck or the ball is like kind of always in play. Yeah, like, yeah. that's why football is so hard for me to watch. I love football because right. it's like a really good game of chess. That it's involves just like break, break, tackling. break, time break. I need a timer to just keep going. Well, oh boy, we have been going for a while. Speaking this is definitely timers, the longest um, podcast we've I done think so far. It was like minute, uh, an hour forty-five. What are we at now? We're sh- 
over that. We're at 135, but I forgot to start it again oh, when okay. we came back. <laughs> so we're probably at like 150. Nice. Anyway, Coley, this has been a pretty, pretty great eye-opening podcast. This Thank is one you of my so favorite much for episodes. coming. Yeah, by far mine. This has been so much fun, and I would love to come back. Yeah, um, we'll definitely have you on again. Oh, absolutely. This has been great, and I did have a, like a lot of list of things I wanted us to talk about, but I totally I think we forgot. Always so we're do, gonna yeah. save them for save another them for next time. time. Yeah. And um, y'all are doing great work. Thank, Thank and, you. Um, this has been fun. All right, let's kill that bottle of wine. Yeah. All right, let's bye, everybody. <laughs> Peace out.